All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purists. This will be VGP episode 42. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas. And joining me, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? Fred, what do you think jelly donut IPA would taste like if, if you were drinking a can of it? I think it'd be one of those hazy IPAs that would have like probably a, a, a like a strawberry finish. I don't know if it's strawberries. It might be closer to like a raspberry. Okay, even better. I love raspberries, baby. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's pretty good. You I'm know, drinking Harpoon's Dunkin' Jelly Donut IPA. Dunkin' Donuts is my favorite um, both donut and coffee shop. I will concede that there are better coffee shops and there are better mm-hmm. donut shops, both of which right. are closer to me in Kansas City than mm-hmm. Dunkin'. But when I was working for Cars.com in Chicago, right out of college, um, I would commute to work, obviously. And in Chicago, if you take public transportation, anyone who's been in Chicago will know this. And I know this is the same in many other areas, but this is just my personal experience. You will use Duncan for breakfast Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. It is in like all of the subway stations. It's by all the bus stops. It's Mm -hmm. next to every business. And I, my, my go-to was a, um, was a uh, coffee with uh, cream and sugar. I didn't give a fuck back then. And a everything bagel with uh, veggie cream cheese. And mm-hmm. I probably had that three to five times a week. Oh yeah. yeah. Every morning I have like a frozen coffee and like a bagel with fucking butter on it. Like nice. <laughs> and they dip. That, you know they don't just spread along. Like I need, I need napkins over my yeah, you lap get that and shit. driving. <laughs> they dunk it like they're stripping furniture. Like they dunk it fat. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what is going on? Why is the bag see through as I'm walking out of Dunks in the morning? Well, it was funny because, you know, when they do that with the cream cheese, they do the same thing. Like, it's just pouring out of it, you know? You got to watch mm-hmm. out for the the dual holes, um, which doesn't isn't as vulgar as it sounds. It's like the, the, bo- the bagel hole. And then mm-hmm. every now and again, you'll get that chintzy Dunkin' Donuts, right? That gives you just like the, the cream cheese cup. Mm-hmm. And I would always get to work and my buddy would be looking at me making it at my desk and he'd be like, ah, oh, Dunkin' skimped you, huh? I was I like, they gave you the cup. It, it was busy. <laughs> Busy that morning. They had time to spread that. Shit yeah, you on. get that look from that girl, and you're like, you couldn't spread this yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can only imagine if it's that populated where you are. You can imagine the birthplace of the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, you trip over Dunkin' Donuts. Every oh, yeah. like, there's Dunkin' Donuts across from Dunkin' Donuts. There's, you know what I mean? It's it's the end oh, yeah. of the world. So well, in sh- in Kansas out here, there's only like two. So oh, they, they treat yeah, it like a fine wine and it's horrible because the donuts are shit. The bagels mm. are stale. The coffee's usually burnt. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah if you, but if I still you came to the, if you came to the East coast, you'd trip over. Well, so, tree, trees actually, I, went, I think, sorry, mm-hmm. I'll let you finish, yeah. but I, I'll, I'll tell you the bullshit they, they pulled on me recently, but go. Well, I was just saying that, uh, all week, uh, you know, last week, I finished up the the Dunkin' Pumpkin yeah. <laughs> that my wife bought. <laughs> the Pumpkin Coffee Limited Edition Harpoon Brewing Company, which is 
out of Boston there. And so I, I all week I've been meaning to get to the packy to pick something up for the show. And uh, I finally got there tonight and they had the Dunkin' Pumpkin and I was feeling like something coffee-ish and there it was. It was yeah. a big case, 24 pack. It was the, uh, the, the Dunkin' Dozen it was called. Nice. And it, and it was, <laughs> and it's, I sent you a picture and it has, it has four flavors, three of each. And it has these as jelly donut IPA, which is pretty strong. It's, it says 5.7, which is pretty good. And then uh, Boston Cream. Of course. I got one of these right here, Staple. you know, yeah. which is a lot lower. It's 4.3. So I don't know what's going that on. That one's there. all about the flavor. All flavor. It has the Dunkin' Pumpkins in there, which that. I already does, had. Yeah, so I didn't okay. want yeah, yeah, to waste that. And then the other one was just straight up uh, coffee porter. So I, bet that I took good. two. I took the two flavory ones and brought them for the show tonight. And uh, yeah, we've <laughs> got a guest. And, and I got a cat. Yeah, we've got a guest. By the way, this show's going to get a lot louder. In nine days, Drake shows up. Not the one that steals kids and hides them, but yeah. our new corgi puppy. We have seen him grow. He is mm-hmm. now, uh, I think he's eight weeks right now. He'll be 10 weeks when we go pick him up. He's ready to go. Very good. He's successfully, he successfully weaned from his mother, but you know they're still doing light visitations so that he can wrap things um, up. I love it. You know, uh, new life comes into this world, and then you got my old cat meowing back here, and I can't wait for that one to die. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's the circle of life with pets. It really is. Listen, people say you know, pets are you know. They, they bring something to your life, and they do, for about 15 years, and now I think I've had enough at this camp. <laughs> and they become more work than they're worth. Yeah, you know what I mean? My hat's full. My, my heart's full. She's given all the love she can give me. I, 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 don't have room. I don't have room for any more of her love. So, oh. you know, when she so, meows all night long and keeps me up and wakes the kids up every single night. You can't get a good night's sleep because the cat just, for whatever reason. Oh, see, we are yeah. we are one of those families. The kid and the dog don't get to be in the bedroom when we go to sleep. The dog gets no. kenneled up, and if I could cage the kid, I would. Yeah, no, no. What I mean is, my cat starts on the lower level of the house at about two in the morning. Right, but your and cat screams at the top of oh. her lung as she slowly. Makes her way upstairs, <laughs> nonstop howling on every step. It just sits in the hallway and makes the kid. And you have to go in there and grab her and right. throw her on her bed. And then she still meows. <laughs> right? And then 40 minutes later, she meows uh, to get out the room. And you let her out. <laughs> and then an hour later, so around 4.30 in the morning, she starts her, dis- her ascend again from the bottom floor up to the top. <laughs> Yeah, I think she's just so old. We think her herring might be gone. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, it's her eyes. She's wondering good. if you guys can hear her because she right. can't hear herself. So we think she like just wakes up from wherever in the house and is like, she's where like, the fuck am I? Am I? Yes. Where am I? Where is everybody? And she just goes nuts because we talked to the vets. You know, she just had a checkup and they were like, you know, well, to really find out, we would need. You know, a cardio grant, all this stuff. And I was like, uh, nope. that sounds expensive, Doc. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, no, she don't need that. I think she's mm. good. 
She'll tell us if she's got a problem. Yeah. So, you know, that's, well, my, that's where we're at with my cat. So, so real quick, has your Dunkin' Donuts ever pulled this shit? And I might have mentioned this last week, so let me know if I did and we'll move on. Mm-hmm. But I went to go get a donut at like 5 p.m. after work. You did say this. Yeah, and they said it, was don- it wasn't donut time. It was food it was time. time. Food like time. I was a fucking child. <laughs> donut is food, by the way. Yeah, good point. I should have right? thought to say that. It is a type of food. By the way, my wife, uh, on that same subject, I think you said to me, like, people don't act. Like, I, 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 I was talking to my new coworker, Callie, who I'm training. So now there's two people in the office, and everybody looks at us like we're insane because we're two people in an office, right, during COVID. But we're both wearing masks. We're at right. opposite desks. We're basically back-to-back, but, like... Like, and I don't, sorry, don't misread the back-to-back, meaning we're facing away from each other with about, it might be five feet, but five, six feet apart. Mm-hmm. And um, and people think we're we're just like insane. I'm like, look, I have to train her this stuff and she has to constantly ask me questions and I have to show her stuff. Like, this has to be in an office. I don't know how to tell you. Like, I work from home still two days a week. So like, we're not always in the office, but like, she's brand new. She's never done this job before. Like, I have to teach her how to do my old job. Um, and I understand out there if people think that's that's tense, but like, anyway, the point was you shoot the shit when you're in an office with somebody or when you're in like a small area with somebody. And uh, I was talking to her. I was like, yeah, I... I can't figure it out, but for some reason, everybody tells me that people act, people in like stores and stuff, not like regular, not like people who are just hanging out with me, act differently towards me. And I don't know what it is. I obviously give off a vibe somehow. And I mm-hmm. think it's more of a submissive vibe if I should be, if, if I'm being clear with you. Like, I don't think I have the like abrupt dick vibe, uh-huh. right? Because I'm, I'm genuinely, unless I get really upset... I'm genuinely just like polite, but maybe I'm like too polite where like I have the like tread all over me kind of vibe, especially at retail right now. And retail people have it just as bad, if not worse than the rest of us, because they deal with dickheads all day, right? Because everyone's on edge. But uh, Trees, I I have a long history of being in love with Old Navy slipper socks. Hmm. It's just a thing. I like having stuff on my feet. And so Mm -hmm. I love slipper socks. And I don't like paying money, large sums of money for them. So if you catch the right sale, you can get slipper socks for like three bucks. So I grabbed uh, three pairs of slipper socks for I think 11 bucks at Old Navy recently. I went to go pick them up. Pickup order was ready. I walk in. Let's hear what what this person said to you. Yeah, well, no, nobody said anything too rude. But like my wife was like, this this experience has never happened to me. So I walk in and I go over to, there's there's like a pickup thing, right? Like there's a bunch of bags with barcodes right. on them and it says like pickup station. I walk over there and I stand there and no one's there and no one comes over. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay. So then I go get in line and I'll let go of the fact that, and I'm sure people definitely experience this. You ever see that bitch who's like just browsing, but she's got a bunch of things she wants to buy. And then the moment she sees you going to get in line, she's got to cut over and jump in line because suddenly you have created a deadline. She had no idea she was under until you walked up. That shit totally happened. Um, but mm-hmm. I wait in this line. It was kind of long. I don't know, five, six people, but everyone was social distancing, whatever. It was nice. 
And I get up to the front and I'm like, hey, I've got a pickup order. And she goes, oh, no, honey. Like, it's in the back. Right where you came in. In the front, I guess I would say. Um, And I was like, oh, right. I was over there and nobody came. And she goes, well, that's where you pick stuff up. I can't help you. I said, okay, do you know who's over there? Can you call them? She goes, no, just go over there. I said, oh, okay. So then I go over there. And there's two ladies who are Old Navy employees that are mm-hmm. next to that thing. And they're putting away jeans, like a large number of jeans. They're doing the fold out, pull them out of the box, fold them up, put them on the shelf thing, making them look nice. And they're talking about something. I don't know quite what. And I just go stand there and they're just chatting. And I mean, like two minutes goes by. Nobody comes up and these two ladies are right here. And of course, you know this, like she, one of them catches my eye by accident and she's like, oh shit, you know, right? Like she knows it's coming. Cause I'm like, oh, hi, excuse me. Um, and she goes, I'm not the one who does the pickups. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, okay. So like, who does? I need to pick this up. And the person at the register didn't do and 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 now and she goes, I don't do the pickups. And she just goes back to her friend talking, who is also an old Navy employee, and they just go back to folding jeans. And then I finally this dude comes up mm-hmm. and I said, Hey, do you do the pickups? And he goes, Yeah, yeah, I'm working on it. And I was like, Oh, okay. And he just kind of gets up there and he waits a little bit and he kind of just like farts around. Like he wastes like probably a minute and a half and I'm just standing there. Mm-hmm. And finally he goes, um, all right, do you have your barcode or whatever? And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like my phone, I zoomed in and the barcode seemed big enough to me, but like, I guess his little cell phone mm-hmm. scanner thing couldn't scan it. No. And he goes, oh, I can't scan it. He goes, what's wrong with your phone? I said, I don't know. And he goes, well, it doesn't scan. I said, okay, well, here, let me wipe it off. And he goes, well, it doesn't seem to have any smudges or anything on it. I said, I know, I know but let's, let's try it. And he's like, yeah, it doesn't scan. And I said, oh, okay. I was like, he goes, can you zoom in more? And I said, this is zoomed in as much as it can, but the barcode's almost the whole width of the phone. So like, he goes, yeah. And I was like, maybe I should make it a little smaller. And he goes, I don't think smaller will help. And he tried it when it was smaller. And he goes, nah, it didn't help. I said, okay, so what do we do? He goes, I don't know. I don't know that you can pick up your order then. And I was like, are you kidding, right? And he's like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. And I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, I got to pick up my order, right? Like, right? Like, like, there's no response of like, you've paid for something. Now I can't give it to you, right? Like, I don't know. I just, and my wife's like, I, I, I just can't imagine anyone would do that. Like, and I was like, that's amazing that you've never experienced that. Because I know. I think I, it must be you're not projecting enough. Because that kid, the problem with that kid mm-hmm. is he he didn't see his day being ruined by you. You understand? No. no. Whereas, whereas me. Oh, so I should make more of a scene or like at least hint it like not, it's possible? Yeah, not. Not like a Karen scene, not like you're going to get yourself on YouTube right. and be embarrassed, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That kind of scene where you you just you just silently say to him, you, say, you know, when he says, I guess you can't pick up your order, right? Mm-hmm. You look at him and you just say, oh, whatever his name is, right? What, right. what was his name? Is his name I'll Edge? say Dale, but no, I was didn't it, look at it. Was it Tanner or something? Yeah, like or maybe that. Justin. I hate Justins. Yeah, so yeah. you so he says, I guess you can't pick your, your order, and you say, oh, I assure you, Justin. 
<laughs> or I, I can pick up my order. And yeah. Then, and if you say that in, in like where you're like assertive, but like you're not you're not yeah. escalating this yet. And 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 people don't like when you you get a little close to them. Mm-hmm. So you move in just a little when you say Oh, that. yeah. And, and you're a tall guy, right? You're not a short dude. No, I'm a short think, dude. Right? That's probably what this is really guy. all about. Yeah, I'm 6'4". I'm 5'9". So, My wife's yeah. taller than me. My okay. wife's 5'10". Well, maybe, your wife, maybe your wife should do this. <laughs> That's but, why it doesn't happen to her. At 5'10", she's a tall woman. But at 5'9", and I assure you 5'9 is above average, mm-hmm. but nobody believes me. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm 5'9", like a buck 80". Like that's, that's my, that's my stature. And so I must strike people as being taller because no, I'm not. You meet me in pu- in person and I'm not that tall. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I assure you, my friend, I will be picking up my order cause it's right here. And I, I mean, my dad's five, six and like 150. Yeah. So like I got more on it than him, but yeah, no, so, I'm a medium build shorter guy. So it's like, it's like, look, Justin, I've been standing here now staring at my order. <laughs> Because it's in front of me and no one's given it to me and I paid for it. So, yeah. you know, I would say there's. I need a few to like people. at least mildly stick up for myself. Yeah. So, and you say, see, I'm looking around right now. I see at least four other employees. Right. I'd be like, the five of you, I'm pretty sure I can figure out in the next three minutes <laughs> how I can pick my order up. See, and it's so funny because like my wife also finds this fascinating she goes you wouldn't Mm -hmm. tolerate that shit from any family member any friend any person at a barbecue like Mm -hmm. she knows like i do say shit like that when i'm around like social gatherings Mm -hmm. there is something about i don't know what it is it's like this weird coveting of stuff and this has to go back to my childhood, mm-hmm. but it's not time to put me in the therapy chair. There's something about this idea that they have something I want and I'm like really humbled by the fact that they can say no and even if I get my money back, there's a ch- there's a chance I could walk out of this store without my item. And I'm actually probably fine with that concept, but mm-hmm. the problem is is that like I'm hoping that's not how it goes and I must read that out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Like yeah, mm. anyway. Uh Yeah, and, I don't, and yeah. Just you just got to All I was I was just like, look, I I'm going to need to get my order. I paid for it. And he said something to the effect of like, well, you could call customer service, worst case scenario, and they can refund your money. And I said like, I said something like, like he could tell I was annoyed, but like I wasn't, I was, I was almost like, I think he could also tell that I was willing to accept that I can't get my order. You know what I mean? Because don't, don't the barcodes also have numbers? Is there an order number? That's yeah. 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 There you go, buddy. Yeah, I, I said something like that. I was like, you can just type that in. And he goes, no, yeah. we can't. It's it's scan only. And you know that's bullshit. Like, I'm not an idiot. I, you know, I kind of gave him the look. But, like, all in all, I said, look, yeah, I really don't want to have to do this. And I said, so I, I really just want my order. And he goes, well, we'll yeah, try it one more time. And then when he tried it one more time, it did scan. Yeah. And then he <laughs> looks at me like, huh, we really lucked out on this one. Like, he didn't say that, but he gave me that look. And I'm like, no, fucko. Yeah, like yeah. you were being a pain in the ass. I don't even know if he necessarily has to check on it. It had my fucking name on it. If I showed yeah, him an ID and you bet your ass the moment that scanned, that guy was like, well, now I need to see your government issued ID. 
Like, it almost seemed like this guy was going out of his way to not fill my order, and I saw his wall of bags. I will hardly be the last person arriving that day. (laughs) I'd say, look, my friend, this cozy, uh, fucking cushy, puffy socks, and one of these bags with my name on it, and I will be leaving with that bag. So don't tell me it's scan only, because I see all you... Tappy tappy fuck fucks on your pad all day over here. <laughs> you know, right? They're always tapping away right. on an iPad. Oh no, no. And what's even so. funnier, but but here's here's where this finally ends that I just wanted to throw at you. Are you starting to notice that like people are just sick of this online shit with COVID? And like mm-hmm. to me, at most of the restaurants and stores I go to, it's just easier yeah. to fucking show up. At my Chipotle, if I place an online order, there's a 50-50 shot. Yeah. That shit ain't happening. But if I just walk in there, there's never a fucking line anymore. And I can just walk up and get my burrito. Tops. There's a three-minute line. And I watch some bitch at the front register try to find her cash to pay for her to-go order for so long that if mm-hmm. I had done an online order, it wouldn't have helped me anyway. Yeah. And I told my wife that. I was like, I'm done with online orders. There are a couple of places. The Chinese place by me, they're awesome. Like, they'll be honest with you. Like, if I call in Chinese tomorrow night, which I might do, yeah. if it's going to be like 40 minutes, <laughs> that chick's legit on me. She's like, they usually, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, listen, not to cut you off. No, you should. But I, I don't like, I I don't like when the transaction's there. Like you said, the bags there. Mm-hmm. Do not, do not tell me there's nothing you can do. Go over there, my friend. See Chloe over there folding the fucking fake distressed ZZ top shirt or whatever the fuck she's doing. <laughs> Get her and come over here and give me my fuzzy socks. Yes, and you I, know what? I, this this story does have a happy ending though because that night, putting those socks on. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking incredible. Worth all the. Uh, it was worth it. Well, and I'd be lying if I said going to the, I went to the Greek place right afterwards to grab a euro for lunch and um, some Karen in front of me, he was making a big stink. And you know what she did? What? She goes, oh, well then never mind." And he goes, what? And she goes, your order's been canceled. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, well, no, I want my food here. I'm going to pay for it. And she goes, no, your order's been canceled. Please leave. And he goes, you can't do that to me. This is America. And she goes, I know. That's why I moved here. She's Greek. And she goes, America allows me to kick you out of my store that I own, and you can't do anything about it. Please leave. And he gave her the filthiest fucking look. But I guess he, I don't know what had happened. Like, I walked in at the very end of it, but he was just being a little bitch about something, and she just had had it. She was, like, trying to ring it up and trying to tell the people in the back what they want. And this is a Euro place, right? Like, when you go into a Euro shop, there are other things on the menu, about 10 things on the menu. And that's fine if you get one of those things. But this is not a long process. Greek food is pretty straightforward. You just ask for the item you want and we're, and you pay for it and we're done. And this mm-hmm. guy had like figured out some way to like stretch that shit out to the point that she was just done. Yeah. She just canceled that transaction and just told him to fuck off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, See, so that kind of made it worth it too. I, but. I would never advocate like like um, like yelling or pointing fingers or even talking like threatening because what I'm saying is not like threatening. no because then you're but escalating more, things. But I'm more like you, you got to put the other person back on their heels a bit. 
for a second. Whereas because they you just kind of remind like, them that you're the customer without being a little bitch about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, you're kind of like saying, look, I'm the customer, but you're not doing that. Customers always right shit. You're just like, look, man, I paid yeah. for an order. We both acknowledge that. And it's right there. You know, it's right there. I, there is a way we can figure this out. And that's a, your problem, not a, my problem. The barcode, not scanning is a mm-hmm. Justin problem. It's not a Fred. Yeah. problem. I told yeah. a kid at GameStop once, uh, <laughs> his name was James. The other thing is James. Uh-huh. And he was getting like, not rude with me, but he was like, um, and I can't remember why. Like too comfortable was, um, or no, I was like asking, I, I know I was making small talk, but I was, I was asking about something that didn't make sense. And he was just getting like excitable and like kind of rude about it. And uh-huh. I just said, and I said, uh, <laughs> I was just like, whoa, whoa. I said, uh, slow down. I said, slow down there, Jimmy. It was, it was James. And I just, in <laughs> yeah, that yeah. little, that little phrase, the way I said it, like I just looked at it and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, yeah, slow down there. He's up there, Jimmy. I swear, he looked like he's going to cry. I don't think he, like something that I was like, <laughs> it was just funny. It's like no one's ever stopped him before from talking down to right. somebody. He probably hasn't, honestly. Listen, man, I put the guy at Lowe's this week on his heels. All right. Oh, was, okay. Because <laughs> I bought a snowblower. Yeah. I bought a snowblower. Okay. And, uh, and he he was a nice enough guy, but he was being too much of a salesman, which I don't like. Because I think you hit a mm-hmm. certain age. Like I think when you're really young and really really old, they can get away with talking to you like a salesman, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you're really young, you've never you haven't bought a lot of things, so you don't know. And then when you get really, really old, it's almost like um, procedure and tech has passed you by, so you get confused that way too. Like maybe I should listen to this guy. But when you're in the sweet spot like us, we've bought enough stuff and we know what's going on. Yeah. That don't try to sell me nonsense. And yeah, he was like trying to salesman me. Like, listen, I researched everything online. I know what I'm buying. I just needed the aisle number, fucko, when I came down here. <laughs> like, I knew, you know, and he was just mm-hmm. like, and and he goes, uh, so you want the um, the warrant, you know, the, the warrant, the Lowe's protection plan. And listen, if you know any better, those things come with their own warranty. The manufacturer's warranty. Yes, exactly. He, yeah. And so I'm like, nah, I'm good. And he was like pushing it. And I was just like, guy, I'm, I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, you're really pushing this protection plan. I go, maybe I shouldn't buy this thing. I go, you don't seem too confident in your own product. I go, he's like, well, that's not what I mean. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. The wheel's going to pop off this thing when I get it home. I need your protection plan. I was like, yeah. And he was like, whoa, whoa. Rocked him back a little, Fred. Yeah. Take your protection plan and shove it. (laughs) want the snowblower. But anyways, uh, yeah. Be assertive, Fred, but not too assertive. Get some heels. Yeah, I need or to. Something. I need get to some, get some lifts. Get some lifts in your shoes or something. Yeah, you know. Well, little... trees. I I should get a chance tomorrow. Although hopefully, mm-hmm. lately Nothing. since COVID, my Best Buy has been a really charming place to go. And I don't mean to oh. shop. I don't really shop, but like I'll buy and do store pickup. And right mm-hmm. now they got their Black Friday shit going. Oh yeah, Black and Friday. I went crazy. Trees got Isn't me. It... Huh. Isn't tonight at um, is it midnight? Isn't there supposed to be some PS5 somewhere? Oh, tonight? I'm sure. I gave up on PS5s. Yeah, I did I'm too. So I tried to get. I'm so sick of pre-order rushes. 
I tried there to get a Walmart be some... one again today. Didn't, oh, didn't yeah. happen. Actually, my uh, my friend who wanted them that I got I talked about last week, where she yeah, wanted one, one for her husband, she finally snagged one of the Walmart ones. But she is a stay at home mom. That's not a dig on anything, but meaning once she got challenged by that initial PS Five going south so much, yeah, she's stop. been trying at each iteration that she can reasonably try at because she's like, oh bitches, like I'm not going to be one upped by this. Mm. So she's she's been going gung ho, and it's been absolutely charming watching her go for it. And you know, and she finally snagged one, so he's going to have a great Christmas, which is fantastic. Awesome. Um, he good. works his ass off, and he very much deserves it. So good for her. Um, but uh, I, the only thing I feel bad about is that I probably could have saved her a lot of grief if I had just stopped thinking to myself for a second. But um, yeah, man, but you know, uh, yeah. I'll have to cut you off again, Fred. No, it might happen. Going. Might happen a lot, but uh, the 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 uh, the get what, what do you call the people that would do the uh, the smell the aromas for something? What were those people called? The uh, they have a name, All right? The There's people that I don't know people that work on the smell of something. I know there? the job you're talking about. I have Anyways, no idea what they're called. When you lift this Dunkin' Jelly Donut IPA mm-hmm. as it's coming to your mouth and you get a whiff, it is straight up jelly donut. That's cool. That's magic. That is cool. That's yeah, magic. I like that. Who's responsible for that? Mm. Aromatic engineer. That's Boom. what they should be called. <laughs> That's what they have for now on. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> oh, good old AE. I love those AEs. Yeah. They really make it happen. <laughs> <sighs> but uh, okay. uh anyway um real quick yeah i kind of got uh assertive in the way that you're talking about um with amazon but you know mm-hmm. jeff bezos doesn't care so yeah. i pre-ordered you know i'm a big junkie for resident evil and the uh the resident evil series i have the blu-ray box set but other than the last movie the last chapter i don't have any of them on 4k and uh some of the very i know some of them have come out on 4k those movies Mm -hmm. but they've been overpriced they've been like 30 bucks and they haven't been handled the right way meaning they don't all have dolby atmos they just kind of pull the old dts soundtrack which is fine but like one of the biggest reasons you grab it is atmos plus hdr and some of the transfers weren't great and so they had this weird box set that just came out it came out on tuesday and it it was originally going to be like 120 i think for the six movies okay 20 bucks for six 4Ks is fine, but that's a little pricey. Like, if you're looking for a deal, you can get almost any 4K Blu ray at 20 bucks. Not even like Black Friday. You just put a tracker on it, and within the next six months, it'll be 20 bucks sometime. Doesn't even matter if it's a Star Wars movie. And um, so that's not great. And let's face it, the Resident Evil movies are liked by a very select group of people. Like, you might like one or two, but like, you don't like them all like I do. And so mm-hmm. the box set dropped in popularity. It finally dropped down to like, I think 80. And that's when I pulled the trigger on Amazon. And this was during pre-orders. It finally came out this Tuesday, but it's been pre-ordering for a while. And um, Sony came out because Sony actually is releasing the box set and said, we are not going to release these individually. The box set is available for a limited time, I think till the end of 2020. And that's not because they think there's going to be a run on them. That's because they know everyone who's going to buy it's going to buy it in the next month 
mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. There's no reason to have it on shelves. And um, and I was like, okay, cool. So I bought this box set, and then the reviews came out, and it, they are solid transfers. All have Dolby Atmos. All are souped up. Cool. That's what I want. And you get the digital code. I believe you get the digital code, but I don't even care about the digital code. But you get the Blu-ray and the 4K version of each. I always like that because you never know when you're going to have just a regular normie Blu-ray night. Um, but uh, but yeah. So Amazon came out on Tuesday. And my, my order went from like, I picked the free shipping option and I'm not Prime. Although I'm learning more and more that Prime honestly doesn't matter because so many people are part of it. But anyway, it went from like shipping Tuesday arriving today, Thursday, mm-hmm. to arriving December 1st to 7th. Okay. All right. Sure. I guess. And they said, oh, but the lowest price it's ever been is $69.99, which it just dropped to today. And if you go on Amazon, I do believe it says ships immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, the fuck? Like, why does my pre-order ship later than like the random normies like jumping on right now? And it's a lower price. And so I was like, oh, this is bullshit. And so I was looking at the Best Buy deals and Best Buy has it in stock at my local Best Buy up the street for $69.99. And I was like, add to cart, grab it. And then I grabbed a couple of outliers, grabbed District 9, which you might recall started life as a Halo movie. Mm-hmm. Grabbed that on 4K for 10 bucks. grabbed the uh, Top Gun, the 4K okay. transfer, which is supposed to be beautiful. And I do love Top Gun. It is delightfully 80s and kitschy mm-hmm. as shit. So I grabbed that for 10 bucks, And then Rambo Last Blood. I've never seen Last Blood. I've seen all the other Rambos. Which one is Last Blood? Is that the one that just came out? Yes. So remember there was what we poorly there was rambo which was the fourth movie which was i i always called fat rambo because sly had put on some weight that, that's when it went like ultra violent <laughs> i mean it was always ultra violent but like but, yeah I now mean, it was like jibs <laughs> it was it was like hostile violent <laughs> it was the difference between like doom and rise of the triad yeah, which it, is a dated reference like, but yeah yeah it went from arrows in the chest to like him exploding people yeah, team. like chunks of body parts and stuff. And I'd never seen Last Blood, and I'd heard mixed reviews about it. But Best Buy had it for four ninety nine on Blu-ray trees. You know what? I will take that chance for I, uh, four ninety nine. I sat with a carton of ice cream. Okay. And I watched Last Blood because it was on one of the streaming services. <laughs> oh, was it? Okay, then I must have missed and, uh, it. But okay. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good. I look forward to thoroughly enjoying it tomorrow on my day off, I right mean, after I pick up my uh my blu-rays yeah i mean bad timing on his part maybe for the climate of the world where it's sure basically sure. just him going to mexico and slaughtering <laughs> okay mexican people but, fantastic you know. but i are, mean not fantastic but fantastic from like a yeah so they, are, they are narcos drug load so it's all right but so there's still. that yeah the bad boys proved to us that that's okay oh no i was cuba never mind but but yeah yeah, yeah. so it was good so yeah so so we'll see tomorrow uh, at Best Buy if I can just roll in there and just be like, pick up for Fred and it'll be fine. But I bet he, I bet you it does go fine. But in case I can, I can talk to whoever is there and I will, I will attempt to go. No, this pickup's happening right now. I will tell you though, it's not looking good. Like it's going to be a bad experience. I ordered it at like eight fifteen my time, and the Best Buy closes at eight. 
And at 8.36, I got a, your order is ready for pickup, but unfortunately the store is closed until 10 a.m. tomorrow. Please arrive anytime after that to pick up your order. So they were very quick. So There you go. But yeah. And so then I went and canceled with Amazon. And of course, Amazon gives me some bullshit. They're like, uh, well, mm, we might have already started shipping it. We'll have to check the warehouse and get back to you. And then actually, while we've been recording, they sent me the email that were like, oh, you lucked out. We were able to cancel your order. It wasn't supposed to arrive till December 1st or later. Fuck you. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Enough consumerism, yeah. Trees. Sure. Let's talk about something much more delightful, like what's in your front yard. <laughs> yeah, that got, that got put up, the old ad-ad. Mm-hmm. I sent you a picture of it. It looks, it, it looks great. That looks fantastic. My wife is so fucking jealous. My <laughs> wife actually looked me in the face with all honesty tonight, Trees, and said, so if I was at a Home Depot, because yeah. remember my wife is the 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 Christmas decorations yes. person. Yes, yes. Like it's not like I don't want to do it. It's just like she came into my family and said, My dad always did it. Now I'm taking over. You are letting me do the Christmas lights. And I'm like, by all means, that sounds like a lot of planning and work every year. If you want to do it, it's all yours. Mm -hmm. So but she was like, Hun, if I like found it and like <laughs> Dropped a buck fifty. Sorry, a lot of people don't know my slang. My Chicago slang is that like a buck fifty is actually a hundred and fifty. I, I think like when it comes to pounds or money or whatever. Anyway, she was like, if I if I spent that money, like I was like, I could I could figure out a way to make that work. <laughs> Just if if it if it hits you. And she mm -hmm. goes, I got to be honest with you. Until I saw it in Trees' yard. <laughs> yeah. I didn't care. And then I saw it in someone's yard and saw what it could be. It's so tall. She it's goes, tall. it looks like it could glance in a second story window. And I said, I think it can. Yeah, it's definitely angles. You see, it looks... It sure, is, sure. It, it looks a little taller than it is. Yes, I understand eight, that. It's eight and a half feet tall. It's, and right. I'm six four, so it's, it's about two feet taller than me when it's blown up. Uh, you know, it's pretty good. The, uh, in, I have the R2-D2 in front of it, which is... He's not an inflatable. He's he's like a wire mesh frame. I've had him for about I was five gonna say, years. Yeah, he's a little long in the tooth. You know, years. He you know, looks good years. in your picture, man. He does, but then when you touch him, the lights flicker <laughs> and uh, all his rusted joints fall apart. So he's literally just sitting like there. the real R two. That makes my sense. wife goes, "Is R two supposed to be lit up?" Last night, I go, "Yeah, he is." I go, "She goes, oh, she's leaving for the store." I said, "Just go out there and give him a kick." And she did. <laughs> You see, all he'll he come back him, on. He gave him a tap, and he, he lit back up. So he's, you know, he's 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 out there. What I wanted to do was, um, my buddy has a um, old school Kenner uh, snow speeder. Nice. And what I wanted to do was put that out there, and then instead of a tow cable, have it be Christmas lights mm -hmm. wrapped around the legs and attached to the snow speeder. But because that thing's inflatable, so it deflates every night, like I just couldn't work it out. You know, I was even thinking about using chicken wire to spin the, the lights. But then oh, I'm yeah? like, yeah. I don't want it deflating and to get caught on the wire and then blowing back up and ripping it. So it was too much. It was too ambitious. Oh. <laughs> but it was a good idea. I was going to tell you, she was like, I wonder what it looks like when it's deflated. And I said, on that subject, Trees tells me that when it deflates, it looks like it's falling forward like in The Empire Strikes Back. And she looks yeah. at me and she goes, are you trying to sell it to me? And I said, a little bit. Yeah, yeah it tipped over. <laughs> oh, now I have the, um, you know, they come with the, um, 
the little tie down strings. Mm-hmm. So now it's tied tied on every end. So it doesn't. It just goes straight down. It doesn't tip over anymore because he's, you know, he's tied. Yeah, I so think my can't... wife did something like that with our llama. We have a llama that's kind of akin to your R two D two. Only it's only like two years old. But that mm-hmm. target llama, as adorable as it is. The the neck is the part that's poorly put together, and so the head blows off all the time. We've probably traumatized who knows how many kids in the neighborhood as they watch the Santa llama's head just pop off. Yeah. <laughs> I will but, tell yeah. you what. There's a fan and a half power in that thing, though, and in the back foot is where the fan is. Oh, yeah. Uh, and And it's like the shape. It comes with the fan, though, right? Yeah, it's attached. I've not so, bought an inflatable in a long time. Yeah, they're so. attached. There's this little motors that are in the okay. in the bottom, and usually some of them have like a little sandbag built in, or that whatever. Yeah, or you put sand in them. Um, but this one's so heavy, like the, the the little fan is so heavy, and it has the little flip downs, so it actually matches what an adat's foot would look like. That's fantastic. And then you you post those down, like there's little spikes for that, and then you tie it down. But when that thing's running. Like, it's like, I was next to my window the other night, and it was on at, like, 2 in the morning because I didn't have the timer set right, so it was still on. <laughs> yeah, okay. It was like I thought a hovercraft was in my front yard. <laughs> the green goblins hanging out outside your window. <laughs> I'm like, you know, Just hovering. The neighbor's like, what the fuck? The lights are flickering when that thing's running. It's like It's like, it's like that scene in Christmas shit. Vacation. Yeah, it's like. All of a sudden, they have to put the auxiliary power on. Oh, yeah, we got some compliments on it. Like I said, the we we live like there's a pond in the middle, and this house is going. And the and the neighbor on the other side of the pond uh, texted us a picture of our house <laughs> from his side of the pond. It was like looking good over there. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, we have a decent display going, and I have no idea where my wife would put it. I thought about the back porch, but she goes, "Who the fuck's gonna see it on the back porch?" And I said, "I will." Yes, yeah, the, the picture I sent you is the left side of the house. There's no lights on that side, right? It's like the neighbors, it's like our invisible like neighbor line, and mm-hmm. they have a big string of trees there. But I I cut them down. I think I talked about it before over the summer because of the cars. So yeah. sort of like this lull right there. So that those two things fit perfectly. It's because he makes his own wall. He's like a wall, right? You know. Well. The problem with my wife's is, and I would love to show you a picture. Um, my wife had asked me not to take a picture because right now in Kansas, we have wind advisories. Mm-hmm. We've got like 45 mile an hour winds um, to the point that like the house got painted, but he needs to do a little bit of touch up work and he can't do it because mm-hmm. it's not safe to be on a ladder right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's pretty bad. And so it's taken out random parts of the display and my wife's gotten so tired of trying to restake them into the ground or with my help that she goes can we just wait till next week we'll be home for thanksgiving like multiple days and you can just take a picture then and show trees the display but i do want to show you the display because my wife does really good work Mm -hmm. like i gotta give her credit um, and this year was particularly good. She's got the wiener. Do- she's got like our light up wiener dog sack in the presents. It's pretty cute. It's, oh, nice. She's got some good stuff going. So yeah, I want to take a picture, but it was a bad time. I think after Thanksgiving, we'll take a, a full picture of the house like we always do. But, you yeah. know, we just put it up because it was warm weather. And then yeah. he was supposed to go up. That ad was supposed to go up on Sunday. And then same with you. We got storm warnings all night. 
And I was like, mm. well, I'm not putting it out. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the day you keep it inside. Like with no. this wind right now, uh, that's, I think, the only reason my wife hasn't bought it because she knows she can't set it up even if she buys it. Has she seen um, it somewhere? What? Has she seen it somewhere? Or is she just N- thinking N- she'll throw in the Home Depot and find one? No, actually neither, to be clear. My wife is hip to the idea that things are tough to get. Mm-hmm. But... I've talked to you about this before. Her brother mm-hmm. loves the hunt. Okay. You can't find something. He's like, send me out for it. I'm sure, you could, find, it. I'm sure you could find it online, but it, you know, I haven't. No, seen no, no, no. He doesn't so. look for it online. He hunts, he hunts. it. Meaning oh. he will go. And you know what? He's got really clever stuff. Like he doesn't actually go out there. He'll go out there to get it. But Brian knows, and I think he listens. So Brian knows this about himself. He knows how to call up a store and like smooth, like he's so fucking cavalier. Like he's slick with it. Like Mm -hmm. he knows how to talk to store people to not only have them look, but if they find it to like hold it for him. And so he will drive 35 miles to like the independence home Depot. But when he goes, he knows that someone named like Teresa, well, sorry, that's my mother-in-law. That's kind of creepy. That like Joan is sitting there with his name on a sticky note waiting to sell it to him. Like, Mm -hmm. and he, he's got this down to like a science and yeah, he uses BrickSeek, but he just uses that to target where he's calling. But yeah, Brian could find it. If, if, if she sent him out for it, he'd have it for her within a day or two. Right. It might be a little late now, but I don't think so. Kansans are kind of fucking lazy. Good. Yeah. Better so, um, but yeah, so we'll see how that goes. But like, I'm getting into the spirit and I saw one of the most hilarious memes where it was like, I know we shouldn't put up Christmas stuff till after Thanksgiving, but it's 2020 and who fucking follows any rules anymore? And who cares? Like, right. Like it's totally, it's totally that year for it. So, um, but our, our, our neighborhood allows Christmas lights, um, starting on the 15th of November. So we well, actually have our Christmas lights up and on timers. We were, I'm, it got cold out. So when I did it on Monday, it was cold outside. Mm-hmm. We also have, my wife has these deers, these wireframe deers that go in the backyard. And they I know have, those. Yeah. They have motors in them. So they look mm-hmm. like fucking grazing. So we get, yep. <laughs> went all out. We, we had lights everywhere. And, um, so I'm glad I did most of the hard work when it was 70 degrees out. So really all right. I had to do was Monday was put out like R2 and the, like the, um, standees or like my son has like a dinosaur and girl has a cat. Like I had to put those things out, but, uh, yeah, I, I liked your story with those. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise than that, everything was, is pretty, pretty much done. The dinosaur with the, the candy cane and the hat, I, I ganked from a, from a Lowe's because, uh, mm. they said they had some and I went there and they didn't. And all they had was one on this, the one on display, like mm-hmm. on, the, on the pallet, the pallet wood, the fucking, yeah. the plywood stand with the, the, the cotton balls. And they had all of it up there. And that one was up there and plugged in. I'm like, it didn't have a box, but it did have a tag mm-hmm. on its foot, like from the box. But yeah. I'm like, fuck. So <laughs> no one was around. And I was, you know, the, the Christmas displays, if anybody knows these, Lowe's and, and, and Home Depot, they're right next to the garden center. Yep. 
And if you know the I guy, know where this story is going. <laughs> if you know the guy in Santa, it's cold in there during the winter. They got some heaters near the door, but it's cold. So the poor teenager working that register right near the guy in Santa doors is miserable. They don't want to be in there, right? So I said, uh, I looked around, and I like, <laughs> I I broke the little strap that was holding the dinosaur down on the main display, mm-hmm. and I picked him up. He's like he's like five feet tall, and I put him under my arm, and I I went right stormed out of there like you on the right place. to the guy who sent the door and went to that that miserable kid with the hair in his eyes. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, they said I could get this one. It was the last one left. He's like, oh, okay. We scanned the tag, and I shoved that. I, I walked through the parking lot, and shoved that thing in the uh, in the back seat of the the car, and drove it home. Covered, there you go. Covered, covered, covered in spackles, you know? Perfect. It was perfect. Oh, speaking of hard things to find for Christmas, so you ready for this? Um, this was something I was meaning to mention because my wife had done this, and I feel terrible because she put so much time, at, well, she didn't put much time and effort into it, but she knew that I wanted it, and she found it, and I didn't mention it on multiple shows. So, um you're probably aware that Hallmark has an NES ornament that came out this year. Hello, I haven't seen hello? it. Hello. Oh, hello? okay. I'm sorry. I you said no, and I heard hello. So, um, hello. okay. So it's like an NES, like an old school NES, and it's got two controllers. Uh, Beardy McWhiskey put it up on Twitter first. He was the first time I saw it, um, but he was probably not the first person to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those Hallmark, you know, like you know, memories things because Hallmark's just tugging at your heartstrings and they did a bunch of nintendo ones this year um they have a zelda cartridge they have a donkey kong they have a mario they've got a luigi and uh, anyway but those are all in stock trees if you go into a hallmark store right now there's a pretty good chance you'll find any of those the one you won't find is the nes it's a full nes console you can lift up the lid and the super mario brothers cartridge is in there and it's got uh, two controllers and when you push the power button, it plays the Super Mario Brothers theme. <laughs> nice. And I think it's like 20 bucks or something at retail. 20, 25 bucks. Which is way overpriced, for the record. But it's an ornament and it's cute. And I wanted one. And I went looking for it. And by the time I went looking for it, uh, this was back when I voted. So this was probably, this wasn't election day. But this was probably like mid-October. Okay, like I voted like on the 19th of October or something. Far beyond that time, right? Like I go into the Hallmark store and this little old lady who didn't know Nintendo from a hole in the ground, when I mentioned the NES thing, she's like, what are you looking for, Sonny? And I said, oh, it's just a a video game thing. And she goes, well, I don't know much about video games, but maybe I can help you. And I said, oh, I'm looking for this Nintendo console. And she goes, oh boy, that Nintendo that my grandson had growing up? Yeah, no. Or or no, I think she said my son had growing up now that I say that. And I said, okay. And she goes, yeah, no, that's that's long gone. She goes, some really (laughs) rude people came in and bought all of ours. And I said, really? And she goes, yeah. They must have, they, they must, they are definitely popular. I know that. But like these really rude people went to all of the Hallmark stores and all of the Kohl's because they're in Kohl's also, which Kohl's mm-hmm. is in the same parking lot as this place. And she goes, and they're really rude people. And they just like really want this thing. Uh, hold on real quick. You'll have to, 
that's that's me that's me ganking that dinosaur from yes, the Yes, that's fantastic. That's a that is a great pair of pictures, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I like the was... first one more, but the the other one's great. Um, but yeah, and so like I, it was just funny to me because she was like, "Yeah, they came out in like late September, and like these people bought them all up." And she goes, "I don't think they're putting them on trees." Yeah, that sucks, huh? And so you go on Craigslist, and they're like. Yeah, we got the fucking Nintendo <laughs> console ornaments. And you can see it. They, it looks like a rap video. The guy's like standing by a tower of them. Oh. This is like a popular thing. Oh. Dudes in Kansas City, be, go to the Kansas City Craigslist. Dudes be loving to stack up seven PS5s and stand in front of it like they're a god. Oh. Dudes be loving to stack up this shit that they know you want and like stand there like it's awesome. Well... You got to feel happy for them, right? Because it, it kind of means that they don't have much, Touché. right? And that's yeah, yeah. That's that's a a thing, right? Like they're feeling some some way about that. So you gotta let them have it. You know what I mean? Well, and to be on the level with you, trees, I am aware that to a certain extent, the only reason I give a shit about this dude standing in front of a bunch of PS fives or Nintendo ornaments is because I want what he did hustle to get, right? Like, even if he used unfair ways like bots or fucked Mm -hmm. around or had someone or was rude to the sweet old lady at the Hallmark store. Right, right. He did that hustle, right? He he fucking got on his game, and now he's got 300 Nintendo ornaments he's selling for $89.99 a piece on Craigslist, Mm -hmm. and they seem to be going fast. So I told my wife... So I came home after voting and my wife was like, you voted, aren't you happy? And I was like, well, I didn't get this Nintendo ornament. She goes, what is it? Like, I just want to see it. And so I showed it to her and she goes, oh, okay. And then like an hour later or something, I think she probably talked to her brother, but she also looked it up herself and she goes, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Like, like people on Etsy are selling it for like 70 bucks on eBay. It's like 80 bucks. Like people are just hawking this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, well, that's too bad. And I was like, yeah, if I'm honest with you, though, like I cannot justify spending even five bucks more than it costs. And I want to buy it in a legit store. Right. And so I was like, eh, I'll just let it go. And so my wife came home all excited like a week later. And of course, everybody knows the story goes to like she found it. But that's not the story. The story is where she found it. She goes, you will never believe where I found this. I, she bought it in stock at a Hallmark store. I said, where the fuck did you find this? In the hospital that we work at. Oh. It was on display in the front window of the gift shop. Yeah. And even though it wasn't on the rack, she just went up and said, hey, is there any way I can buy that Nintendo that's on that tree? Yeah. And she goes, oh, of course, honey. She goes, do you guys have the box? And she goes, let me look in the back. And they did. And she was like, yeah, can I buy that? And she goes, yeah, of course. And I think she looked at the price. I think it was like, it was either $19.99, $21.99, or $24.99. And she said this lady was adorable because she looks at it and she goes, that's a little expensive for a plastic video machine. <laughs> my <laughs> wife was like, I know. So I, I, yeah, so my wife did get that for me, which was awesome. Like I told her, I almost don't need Christmas now. Like yeah. I, I think I'm set. Like that being on the tree will just make me happy. Awesome. And everyone's trying to sell me on that Zelda gold cartridge. You know, I always found the Zelda gold, and this is, I just want your opinion on this and we can move on, but 
I always found the Zelda gold cartridge kind of kitschy. No, I liked it. Okay. But I was also... Okay. I was also... Well, see, I got 10 years on you, right? So, you so when you seen the Zelda gold cartridge, it wasn't a new thing. No, it was. I bought a Nintendo when it was first out. Wait so let me Wait. let me say two things. Uh, yeah, I had a Nintendo when I was five years old. I got a Nintendo in uh, five and a half when I was in 88. Okay. No, 87. I got an 87. I got an 87 because 88 was the next Christmas. And that's when I got Zelda 2 and Mario 2. And so I got Zelda when it was fresh out. Let me rephrase what I just said. The Zelda gold cartridge when I owned it, and I owned Zelda 2 way before Zelda 1. I did not find it kitschy then, and as a video game cartridge video game, I don't find it kitschy. The cartridge love that has transpired since then for everything but the game itself, I find kitschy. I don't like the t-shirts that have the gold cart on it. I don't like the gold cart as a collectible. I don't like it as a milestone. I don't like the little pillars. There are little statuettes you can get of the gold cartridge that I don't like. And I definitely don't like it as a, it is made of like some metal thing. It's cold to the touch. Mm. I don't like the gold cartridge ornament. Oh, Right, but it's more than just the ornament. And so I guess my question is, could you see yourself putting the gold Legend of Zelda cartridge as an ornament on your tree? No. Maybe you can. I'm just curious. No, I mean, I like I like goofy ornaments. And I don't really have... Like the I, Disney character? No, like, no. Um, oh, okay. Like just silly stuff. Yeah, like we like food. Like we have a Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> donut. And we have French fries. So and we have, a, of your, yeah. we have like a hamburger. Like whatever, sure. whatever we're into, we always yeah. pick up the avocado one year. I That's do have fantastic. like a joystick, and I have like a knockoff Xbox controller that they bought me as gift. Sure, I have a knockoff Xbox controller myself. Um, yeah, you know, I have like a, a, a Irish Santa Claus. He's green, and he has nice. like a pint of beer. Uh, <laughs> I have stupid shit. I have an Elvis. I have a, like mm-hmm. you know because I got married. My first marriage was because in of course Vegas, you have an Elvis, and then uh, so I have an Elvis. But we have stuff like that, like goofy stuff. And then I have um, Star Wars stuff. So I have... Oh, sure, sure. I have a Han Solo in Stormtrooper gear with his helmet off. And then I have a um, Han Solo on a Tauntaun, and you can push the button, and it says quotes from the movie. That's fantastic. I have that shit. But I'm not big on uh, video gamey things because, you know, that's too niche. Like, like sure. for my family, like Star Wars, they wrap their head around. They know what that is. Mm-hmm. But if I had a gold cartridge, it'd be like, what? What is that? Yeah, the NES is a little more endearing. And uh, actually, what I think is more your speed trees was um, uh, they have the little like 8-bit, like small Mario. Like when you first start Super Mario Brothers, what he looks like. Yeah. And that one was like seven bucks. Yeah. Like, I guess if you were feeling frisky, I could see that under your tree. But the only. Yeah, I get that. I have Nintendo controller print hanging on my wall in my game room. Cool. So it's like three separate pitches, but it's like the Nintendo controller mm-hmm. when you're all together. And even those, like, uh, if my wife's talking, like, someone mentions that, like video games or something, she'd be like, oh, my husband has that thing. Uh, honey. What what's the name of that in the picture there? 
Like that's the level we'll work yeah, with I get my you. household for video games. And I have to go NES controller. She goes NES controller. So, yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go, Fred. I'm, <laughs> I'm opening this Boston cream. All right, I'm eager yeah. to listen, uh, and and I have a question for you. Um, Smell should it. we go into games and then wrap up with listener mail, or should we go into listener mail and wrap up with games? Hold on, I'm smelling this Boston cream donut bit. Please do. Boston cream is one of my favorite donuts. Mmm, has a good smell. It's sort of chocolatey, sort of creamy. Mmm, kind of like pudding in the middle. Yeah, let's take a taste of this. That sounds positive. Fred, that tastes like Boston cream. (laughs) I think it's illegal for you to ship that to me, but I want that beer so fucking bad. (laughs) That's delicious. Oh, I need to go to Boston just to get that. Uh, You know, let's go with the mail, just because we always leave it to the end. I feel bad sometimes. because. Sometimes when we get to the end of the show, you and me are both like, let's get the fuck out of here. And we kind of rush through the yeah. end. So let's let's give some... some and I might be a little lit this time, but... Um, so, okay. Hold on real quick. So you need to know this is a thought-provoking email, though. Oh, God. Yeah. Does, doesn't this person know I just drank a jelly donut IPA? Just Actually, I'm going to say this is from Clue Drew, and I'm going to say he does know... <laughs> Not that you're drinking a donut IPA, but that that maybe he's maybe. not here. He's not here for a fully educated answer. This is a diversity question. Oh yeah. Well, email. All right. So, Let's and go. it's a little long. So we're gonna go with it though. All right. Hit me with the diversity. Here we go. So, subject is in the defense of diversity. And he goes, so, this was brought on by the conversation with a AAA developer whose game is being marketed as less representative than it actually is. An article about how video game cities don't have cut curbs or ramp access. And the simple fact, small-minded bigots still exist. Unfortunately, I don't know how to reach the bigots. So, this is really for the people in the middle. I do like that mentality. Uh, also, I am just going to talk parts that relate to game uh, to games, so on topic for the show, and I don't expect to get everything perfect. That being said, here we go. Let's get a simple defense out of the way. Variety. I'm not saying that it isn't variety you can't get with able-bodied, mentally healthy, quote-unquote, white cis hetero males, and probably atheists outside of fantasy, characters. But what if you pin these restrictions on and many other assumptions people attach to characters, particularly lead characters, there is, oh, what if you unpin those restrictions and many other assumptions people attach to characters, particularly lead characters, and there's so much more to explore? Why not explore them? We explore different types of mechanics. Why not stories as well? You can even mix them together, turn a disability into a game mechanic. Second is realism. Oddly enough, this one people usually try to make uh, things more uniform. On one hand, yes, there weren't many women fighting in World War II. But the exceptions like the 588th Bomber Regiment, nice pull, by the way, and the Night Witches. Uh, I will leave you guys to Dorito these yourself. Trust me, they are easy to find. And of course, homosexuality 
was not invented in the 60s, nor was, univer- nor was it universally hated before then. My favorite example is that Achilles, from whom we get the saying of the Achilles heel, who had a boyfriend in the original Greek tales. This detail was removed in more modern retellings of the story to whitewash things for people since they had become uncomfortable with it. Truth is stranger and more diverse. Uh, the truth is stranger and more diverse than fiction. I'm not going into m- the moral or representational defense of how erasing or characterizing people as bad, because that would take too long to explain. And if it can really be, ex- uh, if it can be really explained at all. Sorry, Drew. This is not how you wrote it. This is <laughs> just me reading a long email. So I'm just going to mention it and move on. And finally, I have one more defense for diversity. It's not actually that hard. A modern AAA game has hundreds to thousands of people working on it. There could be, to pick an example, a transgendered person on the writing staff already. Just get over your fear of touching quote-unquote controversial topics and let them mix their story into a side character or a side quest and you're ahead of most most big games already. So these are some of my arguments for diversity. This doesn't have to be every game, but honestly, I would love to be able to stumble across a character who is affected not entirely, uh, but not entirely defined by their diversity. People don't have to like a game just because it's diverse. I have heard Night in the Woods is very diverse, but Trees doesn't have to like it. Mm -hmm. I think that may be where this sparked from, but not necessarily. Drew didn't mention it right after you did. Like he didn't, I did skip this for a week, but it wasn't right after you did Night in the Woods, I don't believe. Mm -hmm. If you dislike a game because it's diverse, that's a problem. But if you don't like a game because it's a game, then just move on. I hope more games with diversity can get made so people can find games they like and stories that they can relate to, even or perhaps especially if it's a uh, a sideshow to the game's main attraction. And that is why for the people who want to be respected, for the people who want to see more, and for the people who don't know what they are missing, I hope we get more diversity in games. Walking along a long path, Clue Drew. So thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Night in the Woods, uh, even though I probably made some some jokes for just being myself, uh, but I didn't like that game, uh, not because of uh, uh, how anybody identified. It didn't matter how any of them identified. I thought they were all uh, bummers and jerks. Well, yeah, and Drew seems to reflect that he yeah. knows that, right? Yeah. Like he says, like if, it, like he said, Trees didn't like the game because he didn't like the game. Not because of its diversity, but that yeah. doesn't mean it shouldn't have its diversity, right? Like, even if you don't like the game because of its diversity, and that's for, like, what he said, the, the mm-hmm. more short-minded. Um, and I'm, I've, it, it might not be appropriate to call them that, but I feel fine I, saying it. Right, yeah, that's I mean, not I, your beef. <laughs> I, I think diversity in games is fine, but it shouldn't be shoehorned in to tick any boxes, Exactly. And that's where I think Drew is trying to suggest that, right? Like he says, you can make it like a side mechanic or you can make it, or if you do want to make diversity into a main attraction, that's fine, right? Like make your indie game where maybe a, you know, he uses this as an example, like a disability is a mechanic, right? Like it becomes Mm -hmm. a means to playing the game. Um, that said, and I, I want to prompt this by, I think Drew is prompting a discussion, 
to my knowledge, and I think he would have called it out more specifically if this if this wasn't the case, to my knowledge, this doesn't have anything to do with anything we specifically said. He's just right. making a statement as to how he feels about diversity in games, and maybe it was triggered by some of the conversations we had. And, and, um, but yeah. And, and make no mistake, he, I'm not as sensitive to that stuff. And what I mean by that is, I don't give a fuck. Like, I wouldn't notice anyways. Like, if I play a game... And it it's um, like there isn't a gay character in the game. Like, say I'm playing some Assassin's Creed or some long game like sure. that, right? And there's no um, gay character or not enough women characters. I don't notice that shit. Like, I just play the game. Right. And not once am I like, hmm, you know, just not enough women in this game. This is wrong. Like, and I know there's people that... I don't know if they, they look like they're keeping it. a tally almost I'm of like, fuck, yeah, representation. Man. And it's like, no wonder why you're bald at 30. Like you must be stressed out. If, if every single thing you see in life bums you out, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But well, I also, am a, I'm sorry. I don't mean to talk. No, no, no. Yeah. Keep going. You should cut me off. Um, I'm a little buzz. So I might be talking a lot, but, it, but I'm also a firm believer of, um, you do it yourself as in if there's a straight white dude um, writing a game, like, right. Say he's writing like an until dawn type game. Right. And this is a, a white dude, straight guy married with kids who grew up in the suburbs and he's writing this game. And then you, maybe you have um, a trans person attack him because he didn't write any trans people in his game. That's not his fucking wheelhouse, right? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be right for him to try to... Because then when they try to do that, it's like, oh, boy, you guys didn't even scratch the surface in this character. And it's it's like... I do believe Tell Me Why by Don't Not is a recent okay. example of So this. I don't even know that. because, But I'm just saying in general... No, I know. I'm just throwing... I'm name like, dropping it because and it so like he's saying, discussion. If there is someone that's working for that company in a, in a minority group, of whatever group group it's like yeah have them work on that shit or if you're say a gay person that that gets real upset that the writing mm-hmm. for gay people in games is bad do it yourself stop trying to make other people change their shit for you you do it like fuck mm-hmm. it. start writing like start get into it like i i hate that stuff where it's like Everything in the world is going to bend to us, right? We're going to make everybody else yes. bend their their creative style t- to to what we want. It's like you fucking do it. Like you know, if you're a woman and you want more, right? Like take up that take up that fucking challenge. You know what I mean? Like because nothing's going to change until you get more people of of every diversity group or whatever like getting involved. But you can't yes. and yell at other people to to do it for you. I mean, you can. It's just no, not going to work very well. It's not going to. It's not going to net you exactly. It's, it's not going to net you the, re, the it, response. It's not so, going to be genuine. Correct. So, and and I think there are two conversations to be had here. And this is something I'm going to. So let's call this out right now, trees. Like you and I are not 
we have our opinions and our opinions are based purely on our personal experience. We are not scholars. So take that with the grain of salt. We're not. We're, <laughs> I'm a dope. Yeah, and, and, well, no, I just don't think you or me or even Drew is expecting that we have any opinions other than whatever our opinions are, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of almost irrelevant. There, There is, I guess what I would say and what I like about the GH101 and VGP community, just our community in general, I'll just leave it at that is that it's it's kind of there's no agenda mm-hmm. right like drew doesn't in my opinion have an agenda in writing mm-hmm. this in neither do you have an agenda in your opinions and neither do i yeah so there's that part but the second part that i i just have to say people struggle with is that we have two major problems going on in in probably in the world, but I'll just speak to my country right now, which is one, we have this really bad habit of bitching about stuff that we're not doing anything about fixing. Mm -hmm. And I'll just leave it there. I don't think anyone who is an American living in America right now is going to have a hard time knowing what I mean. And it means more than one thing. So, you can keep bitching about it. By all means, it's your right. Stand there on the corner and bitch about it till the cows come home. But I, I agree with what you say, Trees. That's going to have far less impact than somebody who is tenacious mm-hmm. and seeks out what they want to do, whether they have to do that by their own means or other means. Just because you don't know how to code doesn't mean you can't find somebody who's hip to your project and make it happen. And I'm sorry, in the days of the internet, you have no excuse. In in Night in the Woods, like he's saying there's diverse characters and all that. Mm -hmm. That game was popular, right? I mean, I didn't like it, but I mean, that was not a... Well, and if I'm going to be... If you're ready for me to be that snarky little bitch that I am, um, people may have forgotten... That some very, very bad things came out of the development mm. of yes. Night in the Woods. Yes. Some some very high people on that project <laughs> did some very bad things. And boy, millennials struggle when they watch one of their own be a fucking asshole. <laughs> Yeah. Because what do you do? You've praised this game, and then it turns out that the person who made it, or one of the top people yeah. who made it, is a total shit bag. Yeah, so, I know. That's well, and, and no, but with that, you know, product. Well, and with that in mind, though, I want to say I, I, I definitely want to stress one other thing, which is that you know there is a world where one needs to start considering compassion. And I want to be very clear when I say that I am not relating what I just said about Night in the Woods to compassion. I'm just saying, in general, people have differing opinions as to how to change the world. (laughs) And especially in America, we are seeing that those opinions are very split, right? Like trees, we are as uh, without getting political. 
we are as close as we can get or real damn close to what I would describe as a nation divided, Mm -hmm. right? We are just on the cusp of literally 50-50 splitting the opinions of this country. And to me, with that in mind, maybe it's high time that we all, from the bigots to the open-minded, just try to be a little more malleable Mm -hmm. to the ideas that there is far more going on in this country in in the world, let's let's go evergreen. There's far more going on in the world than hippies and Nazis, right? Like that's a real black and white way of looking at it. And I think there's a there's only real change to be had in the grays. But I do agree with Drew that you know, and kind of what you were saying, trees. Like diversity doesn't need to be had for the sake of diversity, mm-hmm. but it sure doesn't hurt when you see it in games and you know kind of to reflect what you're saying trees like i forgot what game i was playing i was playing some game in the last like year or two and there's a scenario where you just like walk into a door and two dudes are making out and you kind of walk in on them right and that story's been told a hundred times where you walk in on a teenage girl and a teenage guy making out on a couch right and yeah i i gotta say there is something a little like like, I don't take necessary notice to it as like, again, like you said, trees, like a checklist, but there is something to be like, huh, holy shit. Yeah. That's two dudes making out. Mm-hmm. Like, like you don't go like good for them or you like make a big deal out of it or anything, but you do acknowledge that you're like, that's something I haven't seen in video right. games in ever. And it's a welcome addition and it might even create some interesting dynamics that they can play with right in the game and the story and really that's what to me this is really about is playing around with the game and the story mm-hmm. and so yeah I, I i think it's far-fetched to believe that drew thinks he would look to find adversity with this email mm-hmm. he's just trying to push it forward right and i also know for a fact well, not for a fact, but I have it on pretty good authority that there there are some of our listeners that are going to struggle with that mentality, mm-hmm. and that is indicative of the world today. People yeah. are going to struggle with not diversity as a term, mm-hmm. but with what you are defining diversity as, and that in and of itself is a whole new discussion for a podcast that isn't video game. Like I said, I, I think, you know, in video games, the, the character you want to represent, you need that person that that wants to be represented. You need that person in charge of that. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's just how I feel. Because then it will just because in like those moments you said, like you walk in and see two guys kissing and stuff. Like if it's done in a nuanced way by the by the people that it's representing. You shouldn't mm-hmm. even notice that moment, really. It should be a human moment. That's like right. At some point, it, it becomes not, so not. A, it becomes so right uh, with the grain that it's just another scenario. When you have a bunch of people uh, pounding fists on Twitter and yelling, and you're forcing yes. somebody who's not 
doesn't know anything about that that group and you force them to do it, it's not nuanced. It is a shock moment. Right. What the fuck is that doing there? Like, ooh. Right, and it's probably called out far too much. Like, you know, oh, and, did you see that that was two guys? And you I saw that it was two guys, right? There's a time and yeah. place for slipping that stuff in because I don't like... I don't like soapbox moments for other people forced in where it doesn't need mm-hmm. to be forced. In other words, like I don't want to play Crash Bandicoot uh, 7 and it's uh, so-and-so the trans bandicoot. Like it doesn't need to <laughs> yeah. be forced in where it does, right. you know what I mean? But right. You know. There is a, there is a realm for that. Well, and, and the last thing I'll say from my perspective mm-hmm. and then trees, if you have anything else to say, you can um, one of the other challenges is that, um, and I don't know the solution to this, so I'm just going to put out the challenge that I see, and I guess we'll just leave it up to the proverbial internet to figure out whether or not they want to tackle it, or maybe the games industry as a whole, but it's definitely, un- I'm not going to be the catalyst for this, but the other challenge I see is that anyone who goes there like many times studios as of late and studios that are far bigger than I would think any corporation would be interested in dabbling in this world. Mm -hmm. The moment they go there, what is the first thing you hear from everyone who is advocating for diversity? They fucked it up. Yeah. This is shit. This is fucking shit. Now, fuck you. Fuck you. You're worse than if you had never put it in there in the first place. Okay, so now here's the problem. The AAA studio that has somehow figured out how to get the shitty Bobby Kotick's of the world, the multi-millionaires who had no problem firing 10,000 people while he collected $31 million. You got that asshole. And I feel perfectly... Trees doesn't necessarily agree with this, but I feel perfectly comfortable calling Bobby Kotick exactly what he is, which is a fucking asshole. That asshole. I don't really know the man. <laughs> you know, like, Trees don't I agree do. with I know this. enough about like, him to call him know. that. I feel like I know enough about him to call him a fucking asshole. So that prick. Likes magic. Sure. <laughs> um, happened to greenlight some, granted, minor project in the grand scheme of his company, but a minor project that allowed some sort of representation like that. Well, here's the problem. If all of the sites that are harping for diversity come down on that game and get it undue attention, right? Negative attention. Then all Bobby sees is, well, I don't need this shit. I can just crank another Call of Duty that is a clone of the last Call of Duty and I can make tons of money. I'm never going to give this opportunity ever again. Mm. And so, but we run into that tough spot where the critics are like, well, I have a right to be a critic. You do, but like, help me understand if you have any concept whatsoever of the fact, the very real fact that video games being an entertainment medium fall under the scrutiny of any entertainment medium, which is convincing some really rich fucking asshole to pay for it. How do you make this work? And that's what I want to know. I don't care if or why places scrutinize games that try to go there and fail. Like, that's their business. Like, don't, don't think I'm criticizing that. What I'm saying is, please help me find a solution that if Bobby Kotick 
agrees to let you make a game that includes more diversity and then you come down on it like an anvil and shit all over it whether that's justified or not i will go on the record and say i'm hoping and believing it's all justified then what is your solution to make this become mainstream if we have no good outlet because everyone who takes a chance gets ridiculed by the very people who ask them to take that chance what is that solution? Because until the games critic and games development communities can come together and figure out how to solve that problem, we are going to continue to have a conundrum with diversity because you will never get the Bobby Kotick's of the world to allow you to make a game with a trans lead character. Who's guy likes, who's guy, Call of Duty budgets. Who's guy who likes magic? Wasn't Bobby Kotick? Who am I thinking? Of? No, you are thinking of Randy Pitchford. <laughs> Randy, you should have seen what she could do on that USB thumbstick, Pitchford. That's right. That was magic. I can't tell if that man is insane or a genius, and the answer is probably both. He knows those but women have that a, fucking guy. He knows those women have a trick up their sleeve, and he wants to figure out how they're doing it. And you know what? She was of age, so I have no issue with that. Oh! I'm not going to king shame Randy Pitchford, mm -hmm. but. That guy was like a fucking crazy man in what he said and did on Twitter for a while. Yeah, good for him. And then COVID hit and he just disappeared. And you know what? You know what I remember? Borderlands 3, free Xbox Series X and PS5 upgrade. There you go. $7.99 at retail. It's a Enjoy. It's a magic for you. Oh, boy. Also, to give him credit... While we're on the subject, yeah. though, I can't speak to what he's done. And if he end up, everything is like claims. Show me some evidence. If he ends up being a shitbag, he's a shitbag. And he's rich, so he's probably to a certain extent a shitbag. But I got to say, man was incredibly talented. And the team that supported him was incredibly talented. From everything, from Duke Nukem 3D to the PC port of Halo and everything Gearbox did up to that point. And continues to do. So, you know what? It might be fun to pick fo poke fun at Randy Pitchford, but you know what? He and his teams have done some cool shit in the video game industry. And so, if he does something terrible, I'm not gonna, like, cancel him. I'm gonna hold him accountable for it. But at the same time, innocent till proven guilty, Randy Pitchford, while crazy... Done some cool shit with video games. Gotta magic. say. Gotta say. I like magic. That's all I know. Also worked at the Universal Walk as a magician for more than probably I ever made in my 20s. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. All right, Trees. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out, yeah. I think you know about this, but I never officially said it, so let's just say it real quick. Okay, I was just checking time. Yeah. <clears throat> I hope you're not passing out yet. Um, <laughs> was we got an email and I thanked a lot of people, but whether this is true or not, I had someone contact me from Pod Status, mm -hmm. which I do believe is reputable. But if I'm wrong, <laughs> please let me know. Some kid in his basement, some stats. But they said that. Uh, we just thought we'd let you know mm -hmm. that your podcast 
Um, and that is the Gaming History 101 large feed. Mm. So that includes VGP and everything else. Is currently at position 100 in the category of video games Look in Canada. Oh, nice. And currently position 219 in the category of video games in Australia. 219, baby. That's because I saw so, the PS5 with the disk drive look like a kangaroo. That's that put that's us right. on the map over there. That's right. They like that analogy. So, so massive shout out to all of those of you Canadians, Australians, and of course, massive shout out to all of you listeners. But we want to thank you very much for not only sticking with my chaos, which Trees deals with on a regular basis and tries to act like is normal. Mm-hmm. But also just everything as a whole. And just rest assured, I can't promise anything on projects. What we keep doing, though, is cranking out free content that people seem to like and that seems to keep us relatively sane. Yeah. And that's about all I can promise you going into 2021, right? That's a pretty safe bet, though. Yeah, I'm not going away. They ain't letting me out of this. But Good. My family ain't letting me out of this basement. I'm trapped. Sweet. Yeah. So... I want to thank everybody, though, and especially I want to thank our Canadian and Australian listeners for putting us on the map. USA, there's a lot of competition there, so don't feel bad. But we do appreciate all of our listeners, but Man, especially be, those. That was pretty awesome to see. Other countries, I don't mind. I'll be the hassle half, hassle half of podcasting. What I'm wondering is if shit goes real south with, um, with like the political climate here, and I just want to split... Is it possible for me to go to the border of Canada and be like, look, I am in the top 100 podcasts. That's right. Print it out. Print out. All of Canada. I would like to move to your country, and I'd really like you to help me make this happen. You, you print out like seven or eight pages of the list, and on like the ninth page, you highlight where we are. Yeah. <laughs> top 100. You say it right yeah. there, baby. Page Page nine. Bottom half. That's us. I'm down with that. I also would like to point out, Canadian government that's not listening, I'm going to be paying cash for my house. No mortgages here. They probably don't care, though. They probably are pissed off. They're like, well, our fucking banks aren't going to make any money, eh? It's, like, it's cold up there. Why would I do that? So anyway, but I wanted to thank everybody. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. So... um trees yeah we transition into what you've been playing oh yeah it's only midnight um (laughs) (laughs) he's not wrong (laughs) we started late tonight actually technically trees Mm -hmm. it's 11 48 that's true yeah my wife was running (laughs) late tonight so we didn't start late it's her fault we blame my wife miscommunication um there's a little bit of titanfall on my hat well you know uh, there's more primal that's still going well. I've yeah. To the missions, and uh, I'm over the 50, 50% mark, I'll have you know. Nice work. Um, Anybody who wants to jump at Far Cry, Cry Primal, mm-hmm. um, I saw it was uh, like eight bucks or nine bucks on the Xbox uh, Black Friday sale that is currently live. So good. So good. 900 games on sale or something. Oh, so good. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So good. Um. So playing that, and I'm going to see that one through. Um, a bad thing happened, Fred, this week. Oh, no. And uh, I think we touched on it a little bit before uh, when we were talking about my son playing um, my Sonic 2 Infinite mm, Levels. Mm-hmm. Um, for some odd reason, all within like two days, 
he learned the controls of Animal Crossing. Like I don't like oh. I don't like that he's coming online. Like his his modified right. You know, before I gave him a fake controller, and that was good enough to watch the colors on the screen. And then somewhere mm-hmm. he's competently like going into menus and shit. I don't like it. Like it's invading my hobby. Like I know you're already dealing with. That, I understand. But my whole life. Uh, uh, for people who don't know but see i got to skip over it i gave like autumn her own xbox and yeah. let her play those shitty roblox games and then all of a sudden she comes back and she's proficient at games we play together now but you you, you know you're also younger than me i've had a mm-hmm. very long time of just me fred in video games Shit. being mine in all mine in no one else's and now that's so a little actually i gotta ask you that real quick yeah so you've never dated People, I'm guessing women who played games. Nope. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, you got to. Th- I used to play Munch's Odyssey as foreplay. You got to think. You just got to think of my generation. <laughs> Digest that, <laughs> but yeah. You just got to think of my generation, my age group. You know what I mean? Like I'm of that age group where playing video games meant you were like fat pimply kid in a basement like that was a joke you grew up more in an era where it started to become cool no i'm sorry it i'm gonna call you out yeah it might have been cool in some circles it was not cool till mm, i was in college yeah so no post 2000 no no not a lot of gaming uh girls when i like nowadays we can wear our Atari controller t-shirts and everyone's like, Oh yeah. No, no. Because nostalgia is like a fad. I I told you, I told you how I, you know, my, my apartments, I used to have to pack up my, my steel battalion controllers under the bar and stuff off the coffee table. Can I be so real quick? Can I be so bold as to suggest something? What you are my co-host Hefe. Mm -hmm. He kind of had the same mentality you did Mm -hmm. and he is my age. Mm -hmm. So, Right, he's he's of this this generation you speak of. He always used to hide his shit from girls. He always thought that like the girls he dated and the people he was friends with wouldn't understand gaming. I almost wonder if that's a mentality uh, though. No, I mean the controller was like um <clears throat> Well, the Steel Battalion controller is absurd, yes. no matter how yeah, you dice it. It's like the guy who is not afraid to leave the boys out on the coffee table. But he's playing the <laughs> no, swing actually, suit. let me take that back, Trees. Yeah. I'm going to give you this deal battalion controller going away. Yeah. I'm going to give you that one. No, that one I'm not going to criticize. I always had my consoles out in games. And they had always okay. been okay. games. But my point okay. is just, no, I never was around a girl that was like a gamer. And then my first wife, definitely not. Except hmm. I did buy her a DS when those came out. Mm-hmm. And she got real into like puzzle games, like Pick Cross, and she did play Animal Crossing and like sure. Nintendo Dogs sure. back then. No, but like I always dated a girl who wasn't a gamer, mm-hmm. but was down. Yeah, like uh, no joke. Like I hate to liken this to sex, but it's the closest thing. Like in high school, like you, when your girlfriend asks you what you want to do tonight, mm-hmm. you can say have sex every night, but for the most part, you are not gonna see a positive response to that even if you guys are sexually active same thing with video games like when my girlfriend asked me in high school what i wanted to play occasionally i would say like once a week or something i would say indiana jones and the temple of doom on nes let's play your brother's nes and stuff like that and we would play together 
but it wasn't every night. Mm -hmm. And so that's always kind of the girls that I dated. Like it was just, yeah. You know, it is funny because, um, and then when I met my my wife now, it's like Mm -hmm. she doesn't even register games. Like she doesn't even understand, she doesn't know what's a what, what, you know, like. So she doesn't play like Candy Crush? No, she doesn't even play games on her phone, really. And so the only game she ever played that I remember on her phone uh, was um, Where's My Water? Remember that with the alligator and you had to like trouble with <laughs> oh, I know that game. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Turbo? Yeah, I know Where's My Water. So she yeah. <laughs> so she played that. <laughs> but otherwise than that, she does not play games. And she used to watch me play games when we dated. Like I remember mm. back when we were first dating, it was stuff like Last of Us was out and stuff. And she'd watch me play those. And uh, she told me years later that, yeah, she could kill us. She was only doing that because we were dating. Like she was pretending. My wife doesn't like watching me play games. She doesn't mind it, but she doesn't like it. No, and and trust me, all the time I see people that have gaming spouses, you know what I mean, or gaming girlfriend. I'm like, hmm, yeah, maybe I should have held this one out a little longer. But it is what it is. Let me let me tell you honestly. I did date one gamer girl, Mm -hmm. like true blue gamer girl, and you know what? this doesn't surprise anyone who's probably listening to this, but including the gamer girls, but the one gamer girl I dated was in the upper echelon of attractive compared to all of the girls I've dated in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, which probably doesn't surprise anybody, but my trouble with the gamer girl was that you're fighting for screen time. And I kind of learned early on that I don't know that I could be in a marriage with a girl who I'm fighting for screen time. And then this this works for some couples, but this whole shit of two fucking TVs yeah, side by side. What the fuck are you doing? I, um, no, no, I can't do that. My original burnout crew back on the old Xbox. You know, I had uh-huh. a crew I played with every night. And there was a Yeah, I know. There was a married couple that played, and they were um they played in separate rooms. Okay, that I can almost get down with better in- than the side-by-side room shit. Right. Like, um, John Ricciardi of 8-4 Play, him and his wife play side-by-side on TVs. And I'm like, mm-hmm. y'all bitches be lying to yourselves. Like, that's not it, how you uh, play games. Fuck that. And, and this is, that's how my crew fell apart, you know, was... Uh, no, I didn't another, know that. Another kid in my crew. And I won't say any gamer tech sure. in case they're still around. Um but one di- one we played Burnout and we played um, Rainbow Six Black Arrow. I wanna, Vegas. I want to say it was no. This is oh Black Arrow on the original Xbox. This is the original Xbox crew. This is Burnout. Okay. Takedown. That's Black Arrow. Yeah. No, that's Burnout Three, the Takedown, yes. and Black Arrow. So yes. That was our crew. We played every night, and then we were all very tight. There was about five or six of us. But there was a married couple. There was another kid that I really liked, but he's kind of a punk, and uh. And then out of the blue, are likable. out of the blue, uh, everybody sort of disappeared, right? And the punk kid disappeared, and the married couple disappeared, and then uh, the married couple never resurfaced. But the punk kid did uh, three sixty days when the three sixty came out. Okay, yeah, yeah, and sure, sure, sure. Remember, game of tags would carry over and stuff, you know. Uh huh. One day. Yeah. He popped on. I was playing like Burnout Revenge or some bullshit, and he popped on, and uh, we were just shooting the shit. And it turns out that uh, 
he was having a lot more private conversations with the married woman girl. And, um, yeah. Did he, so here's my thing. Did he meet her in real life and put yes, her Yes, I think they met. He did. Good it, for him. And it all just went south. And Like, I'm sorry that a marriage fell apart, but do, dude, that's. Well, they didn't hang out either. That's yeah. impressive. So everything just kind of fell apart. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. So maybe his By the way, you, wife isn't great. You know? Um, you know what? If a girl's gonna let someone else inside her, mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter if it's in a video game. Like, that's my thing. Like, if someone's gonna cheat on you, they're gonna cheat on you. Mm. Like, that's actually at least been my experience as somebody who has been cheated on quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying. That's a that's a symptom. That's not an that's that that's the not the cause. I, that's a symptom. I don't know how we got here from my son playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, we really went deep with that. Sorry, I didn't mean to get so serious. Let's uh, now, back the truck up and it, uh, go it, on with what you've been playing. Now it is midnight. After that, tear. Now it is midnight. We've talked about the punk kids boning the burnout oh chick, God. so let's uh, ruin yeah ruin my whole crew. Um, <laughs> broke the whole crew. That that's the moral of the story. Yes. Why the fuck? You know what? I don't mind if he's banging some dude's wife, but like, why'd you have to fuck with the crew, man? Perfect crew. The crew is family, <laughs> and if Dom has taught me anything, burnout takedown. It's all about family. Burnout takedown. You need six six for the lobby. We had a perfect six. That's all I'm saying. God damn it. You know what? Actually, no, I don't side with the punk kid. You know what? That's impressive, but you don't fuck with the crew. I'm sorry. True. You know, Rainbow Six, you have three. If you're going to bang somebody, don't bang the crew's wife. Like, you can't do that. That fucks with the crew. Yeah, and and it involved, like, traveling states. It wasn't like they lived in the same state. No, no, no. But you know there's a destiny story that sounds just like this, right? Which proves to you that time is a circle. As things change, they stay the same. Listen, I don't someone banged some destiny crew's wife. Like, and then fucked up the whole crew. Don't do that. I don't know how many relationships Fortnite has ruined, all right? But I know I know, right? Don't do that, guys. At least Stick together for the crew. You can find a foolish, attractive girl in your town. Yes. If you must walk that path. But she's like, she's like, but look at him. He's so cute. Or, uh, or while we're on the subject, a foolish, attractive male in your town. If we must walk that path. She's gonna resist but the pumpkin hair. Don't fuck up the crew. Yeah. Fortnite. Be faithful for the crew. Oh my. I'm gonna make a T-shirt that says "Faithful she's for." The resist. Crew. Look at him. He had a cat head. In a fucking banana body. <laughs> I couldn't resist them. <laughs> Look. That was funny because it brought us back on track. So, um, so anyway, she was getting a little too real. So, anyway, so anyways, my my son wanted to play Animal Crossing because he used to watch me fish in Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. and then he wanted me to show him how to fish. So I'd show him how to fish, and then one day I was just. I was doing something in the kitchen and I was letting him do it. And he was like, Daddy, look, I caught a fish. And I was like, Sure, you did. And I looked and he caught a fish. And I was like, Holy shit. That's <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm no like, way. Good job, buddy. And then I um and then I turn around and he he goes, Daddy, I caught a what did he catch? Like a it was something that you would have to dive for. Like not fish, but you'd have to go out in the Oh, you gotta get in the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he 
I said, what'd you get? You have to navigate menus. He goes, I got a clam or something. And I was like, what are you talking? I went, sure enough, he's in the wetsuit and he's in the water. I'm like, how'd you do that? He goes, I don't know. He shrugged at me. He's four years old, right? Just turned four. And I'm like, <laughs> right. and I'm like, all right, uh, good, good. Shit just got real. So, and then the next day I put on, I think I was talking about this last week. I put on Mr. Driller and then I turned around and he said he, he dug up something. And I go, well, yeah, you're playing Mr. Jones. He goes, no, I dug up a, a a a tree or something. I go, what are you talking about? And I turn, and he's in Animal Crossing, which means he exited out of Mr. Driller on my Switch, star booted up my Animal Crossing, and got into the game. So I'm like, how's it? Oh, my God. So I, said, <laughs> I can't have this. Right? You're like. I said, all right, buddy, let me make you an account. You know, not a full-fledged Nintendo account with an email and stuff, but I will you know, I, you can make a account just on the, you know, surface there, you know? So right. I made him account his name. And so now he picks that thing and uh, we start animal crossing. And what that does in animal crossing is it basically puts him in my town, but I still have control over sort of like the progression of that town, mm-hmm. but he can still run around and collect shit and stuff. So he has a little tent now, and I made him a little guy, and I got him like a fishing pole and all that shit. And so then another day, he goes, Daddy, look at my stuff. And I look, and his like pockets are full of wood. <laughs> and you get wood by chopping trees. And I'm like, and I'm like, for the record, you're about to describe what is inevitably yeah. a multiple times in your lifetime parent moment, but continue. And I went, Buddy, we. Would you get all that wood? And he goes, <laughs> at me. He goes I don't know. I go, Dude, are you perfect? I go, did you chop down my trees? Now, you need to know my animal across the town. I built orchards for every. That's fantastic. Thing with yeah. Trees up with no, they're. Roped. Oh no! I just realized where this is going. Roped off with fences, and they have custom signs for everything, and mm-hmm. it's very cool looking. And very well organized. Yeah, it sounds cool. Like I said, buddy, okay, give me that stuff. And I noticed all my all the axes were broken. So I'm like, <laughs> which you only break. Like they're gone. Like you didn't have them, which means he broke them. I mean, right. Shit. And there was like fence pieces in his inventory and fucking furniture. And oh, I know what happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he learned where the pickup button was. And he just said picking up shit up. And it doesn't block him. In my town, like he can't go in my house and move stuff around, but anything right. in the town he can pick up that I put down. And so, sure enough, I had to bring my switch to work today to survey the damage. <laughs> and he fucking chopped down bamboo trees, money trees, fucking oh, campground. Shit. He took all this shit. So I, I spent all day like putting shit back where it had to go. And uh, yeah, so that's that's a level of hit. So I've had to I had to have like the. Uh, a talk with him today about uh, not touching the trees. <laughs> I said, buddy, I'm going to build you your own orchard of trees that you can chop down. And he got all excited. So I'm going to make a little sign with your name on it and put it in front of those trees. And then you can chop those down when they grow. So he got excited about that. So, so that was, that was that Fred, that was <laughs> back in the animal crossing. Cause they just had a big update today, which is if, yes, I've been seeing, 
far too many articles that I'm ignoring yes. about animals. So there's going to be a follow-up yes. date. There's going to be like a turkey stuff, you know, obviously Thanksgiving things. Looks like a turkey comes down and does some kind of cook-off. I don't know what he's doing. And then Christmas, it's, you know, snows out and there's like Christmas trees and shit. It's really cool. So that looks like it's going to be fun. And uh, so I think my daughter's back on. I sent her the trailer yes, the other day. And she's like, oh, I'm going to update that shit. Um, <laughs> she's like, I'll come back. For that. Update that. Um, and then the other thing I played, Fred, um, in honor of the PS5 coming out, right? Uh-huh. And everybody's talking about Astro's Adventures or whatever it's called. Astro's Playroom. Astro's Playroom. I decided uh, to go back and play some uh, Astrobot Rescue. Rescue Mission. Yeah, on VR. On VR. Which I've never beat, but I said, I, I'm going to play. And I spent like two and a half hours, Fred, the other night immersed in Astrobot. Started over, you know, because I'm like, I wasn't that super far. And I'll just start over. And uh, at some point, my wife tapped me and said, do you know what time it is? <laughs> uh, you're like, the fact that you're saying that tells me everything I need to know. <laughs> that fucking game, Fred. It's so good. Like, the way that I'm here... Trees, you can't tell me this shit because it's the one game if I get a quest that is not there. I know, but is there any way somehow you can borrow? I am going to... So, obviously, Trees, we're going to try to record right before Turkey Day next Mm -hmm. week. I am going to try to find out if there's a way to play PlayStation VR games like tricking it on a quest or something. I don't know how you... But I want to know. Because if that's true, I think that might be the final straw to just pick up a fucking PSVR. Because I'm going to tell you right now, and we talked about this, I think, off the air, but I fucking had it with trying to get a PS5. Like, no, no, no. It's fine that it's in high demand. It's just I'm not going to play that game right now. I'll wait till it's on shelves. There were we people who waited two years... Until it was regularly on shelves, but then eventually got it. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to do that with a PS5. I want a PS5 desperately, but I will wait. Mm-hmm. And because of that waiting, I can buy one VR headset. And it's probably going to be the Quest 2. So I need to find a way to, if I buy stuff on my PS4, figure out how to trick it into thinking that my Quest 2 is a PSVR. Oh my god. It's... This game, so I started it over, and um, like I liken it to what people are saying about the new the Astro game that like it's a showcase for the controller. Mm-hmm. Like for whatever reason, they have that shit down pat. The same way Nintendo always seems to be able to highlight uh, their special controllers and stuff with their games. Um. Sony seems to be able to do that with the Astro games, the Astrobot games. And you want to talk a show about a showcase for VR in a way that people weren't thinking about VR, right? Like, I think the hope of VR or whatever, the vision of VR was first-person shit, right? Like, I think so, like, but I, it's, I'm in, right. It's it's changed. I'm now, in the moment, but, yeah. right? Like I'm running around, I'm shooting, and I'm fucking wielding a lightsaber, and I'm wielding a sword, and I'm punching and shit, shit right? And mm-hmm. really, for me, it wasn't until uh, PSVR and, and I saw stuff like 
like Astrobot and Moss and like Tetsu's effect that it hit me like I think I like this version of VR better. Like I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked the innovative shit, and I like like the thinking outside the box of VR. And that's what Astrobot is. You know, it, it's just a, a platformer, right? It's just collecting coins right. and rescuing these little bots that are like hidden around the le- level. You know what I mean? But it takes advantage of this of, of the VR in such a way that it you're so immersed in these levels and uh the aesthetic of like astrobot um which is funny because it's almost like the new playstation 5 is modeled after the astrobot aesthetic more than the ps4 right like mm-hmm. like that sort of like white shell and stuff is like all astrobot like when you play this game um it's so funny because every little creature and every Every little thing has like the Astrobot visor somehow incorporated on it. <laughs> like, yeah, super cute and sort of like that new future, sort of curvy, you know, lines and stuff. Like, it's just so good, man. And and like I said, the the immersion in the levels because there's there's nothing super high tech about them. They're very bright and colorful, but yet the innovations of how they use the controller and the mechanics of, of the VR is just like, it's so good. Like there's no way you're not happy playing Astrobot rescue. <laughs> and there was, there's one level I play. You ever get a level Fred in any game where the music, you love the music so much. You hang around in that level more than you probably should just cause you, you're listening to that music. Like it's just, you ever do that? Oh, I I know that. Yeah, I I actually am gonna talk about so a circumstance where that's the case. Yeah. So Astrobot, there's this level. It's like the third. It's only like the third level in or something, and it's in these caves, and I forget the name of the the mission, like fungal something or other. But you're in like a cave, so it, it's dark, but it's lit up because. Everywhere there's these like mushrooms with little f- happy faces on them, or, and they're dancing to the music, and they're glowing, and it's the glow that sort of lights the cave, and in the enemies, and sort of like there's like these uh, equivalents of like bullet bills, like these these cans that shoot out these slow like cannonballs, but they they definitely have the feel of like a a, a bullet bill or whatever from Mario, and um and it plays this music. And everything's bopping along to this music, and the music's so fucking good that it's like I gotta, I gotta get this song for myself. You know, I'm gonna send, mm-hmm. I'm gonna send it to you. I don't know if you can play it and people can hear it. I think so. I think if you play stuff on your end, you can hear it on the stream, can't you? Uh, on my end, yes. Yeah. So like, all right, you ready? Play this song. And it really kicks in around 30 seconds in. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, so I've I've got it just casually playing. Do you want me to fast forward to 30 seconds? Or no, what? it will kick in. All right? Okay. And, uh, We're at about 10 seconds. So say you're strolling, right? And there's this cave. And now picture everything sort of bopping, like swaying and bopping to this music. And you're just sort of like, it's so good you're just like 
So things are kind of like kicking in, like the beats kicking. You hear the hook of it in a second. You know, I had it playing earlier. I mean, you can hear it. Yeah, it's it's good. And um, yeah. Oh, there it is. It's so good. So if you can pitch it like everything bop into this in the ambient light in the cave, it's like you don't want to leave. Oh, it's so good. This sound is is fantastic. It's, like it's so. I wish you could know what's going on, but like it's it's working out. Oh god, I don't know. If, you know, if people at home gonna be hit hearing that when when they listen to the. Yes. So I'm gonna download this. I need this song just to listen to constantly. It's such this happy thing, and it's so cute. And what I love about VR, and it, it hit me at one point, was I got to the end of this cave, and you know, you're finding secrets, and you're looking around, and you're standing up, and you see it a little bit to see up on some high ledges, and find, you're looking a little bit behind you for stuff. And at one point, I turned around near the end of the level, uh, and I mm-hmm. see, and it just hit me for a second, because you can see all the way through the cave that you just came through. Because it's VR, so you can look behind you, you can see everything still that you just came from. It's fucking amazing. I love it so much. And then I, I got to um, a level I've never been to. My daughter's played through this game, but it was basically like a tropical level. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where you're running around the beach and shit and doing stuff. And then you hit this like, it looks like a magic carpet, so it smells like a beach towel that has like handles on it. And you go up to it, and you hit the button, and the Astro Block guy grabs grabs onto the handles, and it's almost like you're in a sled, and the whole thing just travels underwater, and you kind of go to the bottom of the ocean, and now you're sort of in caves and stuff, but underwater, and it's like you're swimming around, and at one point, I sw- because now he's swimming, right? So he's swimming all over your head and all around you and behind you if you want. I swam him towards my my face and he actually mm-hmm. into my face and like got stuck on my my visor and i had to like shake my head a little bit pop him off that's fantastic and, um and what what you see sometimes if you actually look down because you always see your controller in front of you which is a really cool mm-hmm. gimmick because when you start a level they show an outline of the controller in front of you and you take the control that you have and you sort of match it up with the outline and it sort of like transforms your controller it makes it all sort of like astro body looking all white look basically looks like a ps5 controller and uh i swear that's what they modeled it after astro bot shit um oh i'm sure i'm i'm honestly sure and they're like and you, you break them open and they pop open and there's like an indent in the chest to place your controller in so you place your mm-hmm. controller in it, and all of a sudden it like will transform it and like add like a grappling hook to it. And now when you look down at your controller, you can like see through the top of the window, and there's like like a little like uh, coil of rope in there and stuff. Like it transforms your controller. It's so fucking cool. I got a water cannon last night when I was playing. Um, it's just it's just I really want you to play it, Fred. Somehow, it sounds like you know enough gaming people that someone must have a PS4, a PSVR that you can fool. Oh, I, my daughter's friend has one. <laughs> she lent it to you. 
Would that be weird? Mm, no, actually, it's a boy. But yeah, yeah, we played Beat Saber on it recently. Well, you would need to play Astrobot, man. You know, I ask you to play games yeah. all the time, and you're like, I'll get to it, and you don't. I need you to play some Astrobot. I need you to be in that cave, Fred, listening to this music, <laughs> playing that. Level. All right. So, I mean, I will say this. Yeah. But it's so hard to like. Like, I don't know if I want you to buy a whole system for it because since, you know, the next generation stuff's coming and. Quest is right there. It just got an upgrade to 50 or 90 frames a second. It's about to get another upgrade to. I doubt you won't be able to play Astrobot on that thing. So that's why. if You can't. It's the one game you can't play. But if you want me to just play Astrobot, I do have a. Yeah. One of Autumn's friends does have ooh, uh, does have Astrobot. I think you need to do it, Fred. Yeah. As a gamer, right? Yeah. I for me. Well, cuz here's the here's the double-edged sword. Okay, if you'll permit me to um waste your time for a moment. Yep. I've wasted lots of your That's time fine. today. Um <laughs> If I go with the quest, I can play Half-Life Alex. So what? Does it have that song in it? I don't think- no, and I played the entirety of that song in the background while you were talking. But Oh no, 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 no. If it's Half-Life Alex or Astrobot, I am sacrificing. It is entirely possible Astrobot is the better game. That said, listen, Half-Life Alex if you're going to go VR, you have to be able to play that game. You just have to. And I'm not and I'm not saying you shouldn't. What I'm saying is if if there's a way you can play Astrobot. Oh yeah, before, I'll just try to go over to our friends' houses. In fact, somehow it becomes obsolete. You need to I want you to just have a night where you play this game cuz I I I mean, they have a PSVR with multiple move controllers in the camera. You don't even need a move. Right? Oh. Am I correct that that's what they need? Not for Astrobot. Astrobot's just a regular. You need the camera, need though, the camera. for the... You need the camera and the head to move. Well, yeah. Oh. So, f- just friendly warning to people out there. GameStop is trying to sell you a headset without a camera. And what they are not mentioning is that... And it's 150 bucks, so that's not too bad. But what they're not mentioning is, am I correct, Trees? Without the camera, you can't play the game. Right. You can't use it. You need the camera because the camera tracks tracks the headset on the headsets and the blue light on your controller. That's why it doesn't work with the PS5 because the new camera and the new controllers on the PS5 don't have those lights. Right. So So just friendly reminder to people who are looking this stuff up on Google or something and immediately see the $150 headset at GameStop, you're not done yet. You have no controller to use with it, although Astrobot seems like it works with a PS4 controller, so that might be solved for you. But you have no camera. Until you get a camera, nothing you've bought is useful. Now, you remember when... Uh, do you remember when I bought mine? When I bought my PSVR? When I- yeah, it was on like a Christmas sale for like nothing. Was- and we all were like, ha, ha, ha. Well, I think it was close to a Black Friday sale. And I found it. It might have been yeah. B camera. Is that it? Uh, B and H photo. B and H yeah. photo. And it was 
the Astrobot and Moss bundle, the new version of the PSVI. And it was two ninety nine. The HDR version, yeah. Two ninety nine free shipping with no tax. There you go. Like I, yeah, I rocked that. So his and a steal because now the best you can get is that shitty Iron Man game yeah. with a VR and a controller, uh, two moves yep. and a camera for three fifty, which still not a bad mm-hmm. price. But up against the Quest Two at three hundred, mm, that's a hard sell. Yeah, the trees. Remember, I have a fucking massive VR library from my Oculus Rift. Like, we're talking twenty to thirty games, including Super Hot and various others mm-hmm. that I just have for free. The moment I buy the Quest, I can just play them. <sighs> And that doesn't include my Steam library and the fact that I could buy and play Half-Life Alex. So, but I do want to play Astrobot. Mm-hmm. Do not get me wrong. It is like number one. But like Moss is playable outside of PlayStation VR. Almost everything is other than that. The other one that's going to be tough is I have the Inpatient, which someone gifted to me. Um, and I have... Um, Rush of Blood, uh, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it really pisses me off. I can't play any of those games, like, for free, even if I buy a Quest. Mm. But if I ever have a PSVR, I can play those games. But the Quest is 4K, bro. And the PSVR oh, I, is... Oh, like without a doubt, dude. Like, I'm, I've been looking at the, the that, too. So I've been looking at the Quest, the Quest too. I might actually get one myself. So I can play like... Um, well, that's awesome. Once you do, just send me your PSVR and I'm set. I'll play those games. Yeah, true. Yeah, because I want to play... Um, uh, is it Vader Immortal? Mm. And I know it's for... That's not on PS5? or 4? It is, but like you said, okay. I, I want to play... If I'm playing a Star Wars, yes. I want to play 4K yeah. Yeah. Star Wars. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vader Immortal, I would buy all the episodes on um, mm. Quest. So we shall see. But yeah, again, the soundtrack sounds great. And um, <laughs> I just, I, the use case for PSVR is is not lost on me. I just really like to see Sony pony up just a little bit of effort. I know. I mean, on their PS5 brethren. Like, like the Astrobot, like like I said, the level with the caves and stuff, you get into like a grappling hook mechanic. And then the levels I got until last night, your controller turned into like a water hose. And you were sort of like in a jack and a beanstalk level where you were like watering plants. And it was it just kept rising you higher and higher into the sky. And, uh, and I love that stuff. There were hints of that in Lucky's Tale. You know, the long forgotten. Yes, I know game that like nobody wants to play because palmer lucky is a fucking asshole but that said as one of the few people who played lucky's tale on the um oculus rift it sounds like it's an archaic version it is the mario 64 to what would eventually be the incredible game that astrobot is that is in a 3d space Mm. do you um, vr do you have a camera already for your ps4 no. Oh, okay. So you need a camera. Right. Right. That's the challenge. Otherwise, I'd grab that PSVR for 150 bucks and call it a day. Uh, so since I need a camera, I'm like... And remember, my library is on the Oculus Store. Right. 
which I would have full access to. Like I have all the Insomniac games, everything from the beat 'em up to the survival horror Cthulhu game. I have Chronos, which is the Dark Souls game. Like I have an awful lot of games on VR because I was a reviewer at the time the VR came out and I was one of the few people who had a Rift. So if I would go to a studio and say, I have an Oculus Rift, will you give me a code? They were like, fuck yeah, we will. You know? So. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's your mission, buddy. Yeah, I'll get on that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I've done. That's all no. I've done. That's I, that's not all you've done, but that's what you've that's done. That's what I've done. And I actually, I really want to get an ass, finish Astrobot. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to hear about it. Um, but, I mean, you've kind of sold it. Like, I'm with you. Somebody I, needs to put that shit on PC if they're not going to support the next generation. Like, um, on VR. Like I said to my wife last night, because she, she tapped me on the show. I was like, you need to go to bed, dude been in there like two and a half hours and i was like sweating i'm in there in a dark office but yet in my mind i'm in this open <laughs> tropical you remember the movie it, hackers you know? when um that one guy the plague is like playing the vr game which is what we play now but like that was the 1994 version of it and it's hilarious because he's sitting there like fighting something and then like somebody calls him i think it's pendulette calls him and he's like uh, Mr. So-and-so, and he's like, I told you, call me the plague. And he goes, okay, Mr. The Plague. <laughs> Can you come down here? I have, like, so. a smile on my face playing that game from the music and how cute it is. That's and, then, and there's a, That's what you want. Another thing uh, that I thought was awesome, if I can indulge you for another minute. Of course. <laughs> as you yawn. But... Uh, well, I mean, I've been drinking it's and it's late, but yeah. There's a, uh, you earn coins and then you have like a little playroom you can go to. And basically it's, it's like you can spend your coins on playroom sets to like decorate your room. And basically. That's fantastic. Oh, that's some Kirby yeah, shit. You are yeah. loving so that. So you hit a button and then your little robot hits a button and the floor opens up in a, um, a, a ball grabber machine comes out of the floor <laughs> that's right fantastic. and it, it has a slot for your controller so you put the controller in it and then the controller becomes the controls for the the ball machine and all the little mm-hmm. balls have little dioramas of all the levels you've been in and little things and of course it's not a grabber it's so they made a pachi yeah, out of it like of course it's not a, a claw it's a little astrobot hanging and the you lower him down, he, he grabs one. He reaches for it. And yeah. it pop, that's it pop, adorable. It pops open, and it puts a little plastic figurine in front of you, Fred. Of course, that you can mm-hmm. look at in VR, so you can look all around it. And it looks like a real plastic. Real figure. Because it probably was at some point. Like, there is one real yeah. figure. It's just been scanned into the So that's, game. like, amazing and nuts. Yeah. So, anyways... Man. So I was talking to no, I was talking to Chase about this. Like, learned from gaming Chase, and he was like, "Yeah, like that that whole Astrobot program is so intriguing to people on the PS5." And I said, "Oh, they've been leaning into yes. Astrobot since the launch of the PS4 mm-hmm. with Playroom. It's just that 
I'm I'm glad to now see him getting his due because he was pretty niche before mm-hmm. now. But at the same time, Astrobot VR seems like it just puts you right there. It's, I can't I I explain it to people, but until I like they come over and I put the headset on them and I see that smile. So as somebody who's played VR games and knows what the scale you're talking about, I get that. So like I haven't experienced that, but on Astrobot, but like I know what you're talking about, where the perspective completely shifts when you really get into just, VR. You have not experienced it till you've seen it. And he's cute, man. When you when you run, run oh, next adorable. to you and then you lean in and look at him, he looks up and waves at you. Oh <laughs> trust me. I know he's I know he's adorable. So anyways. What have you been playing, Fred? Before Sure. Before you pass out on me. No, no, I'm 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 still up in mm-hmm. But we'll we'll keep this, you know, semi brief. So um got a Series X, been playing with it, talked about it yeah, last week. Yeah. I beat um Tetris uh Effect Connected. Have you ever played Tetris Effect? I know you have it on PSVR. Yeah, I played it a lot. Have you beaten the journey mode? Yeah, we just go through all the levels. Like all Oh, don't play that coy with me. That final fucking level. 90 fucking lines where half the time you're at speed 13. That is not... That is no slouch. Listen, man, I play Tetris. For, I don't know what level you think oh, I am. Fuck but you. Oh, okay, okay. I, that shit was tough. I have beat it. But I beat it. Gadget Man beat it this week, too. I saw it on his uh, Twitter feed. I actually got wins before in Tetris... Uh, DS against Japanese plays. So, okay. So yeah, you are above average. <laughs> um, that said, that game is a spectacle. It is a fucking spectacle. Mm-hmm. Everything, and I know there are some subtle differences between the versions, especially on VR. Mm-hmm. They'd have to cut down some of the special effects, but they really spruced it up for the Series X, and. There are just tons. The Starfield uh, particle effects Mm -hmm. when you switch between areas is awesome. And, you know, I said this on my my little tweet when I beat it. That thing is just an assault on the eyes Mm -hmm. and the ears. And it is delightful, uh, to say the least. I am having a blast with every mode of that. It's like a daily routine for me to get on and just play something. What I didn't expect was my daughter started playing. She's never played Tetris yeah. before. And this is her first version of Tetris. And she thinks it's equal parts cumbersome and delightful. She's going to get hooked. Think she's going to get hooked. Yeah. She got hooked for a while. But you know who did get hooked was I tried to show this game to my wife multiple times and she just shrugged it off. And my wife is a huge Tetris mm-hmm. fan. And then when she watched me and my daughter play it, she fucking took that controller from my daughter and I got bored and left the room and started playing magic in my back office. Came out two hours later, my daughter's bored watching YouTube videos and my wife is just like, she is jacked into the matrix. (laughs) Like she is full blown gone. The eyes are dilated. She is like in it. That's funny. And I'm like, honey, Food. My wife loves food. My wife is not one of those not eating wives. My wife will fucking slaughter 
a bu- well, she doesn't like buffets, but she will slaughter food. And I'm like, honey, let's have dinner. And she's like, okay, okay, whatever. She got hooked <laughs> and she adored it. Yeah. Um, but she got her ass handed to her whenever the speed was more than 10. Mm. Um, she was like, that's no joke. And I was like, wait till you play 13 for 35 lines. <laughs> that shit's for real. But I beat it, Trees. I did beat it. Good job. So, yeah. Yeah. So, did they have, is, so is this the same levels? Like, is there a level with windmills, like floating past you yep. and stuff? Okay. So it's just the same. I but. get, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Xbox or Tetris effects connected is the exact same single player and, you know, like playlist modes. Mm-hmm. It's just, they've added multiplayer. Yeah. And I'd be surprised if they haven't added multiplayer now to the PS VR versions and sure. PlayStation versions. But... I'm not sure. I haven't turned it on in a, yeah. And maybe they haven't, but I would find that weird, right? Like that's by Q games. That's, Mark McDonald, Miyazaki, like, um, I, I mean, I think James Milky's still there, but like, those are some old school names. Like, I, th- I would hope that when they release it for Xbox, like it's it's a big new thing, right? It's a big get for mm-hmm. Xbox, but I don't think it's exclusive. I would like to think the multiplayer modes are sent to PlayStation, and you know what? PlayStation can fucking have them. Fuck playing people online. They are so good. Mm. They are so good. Like it's not even fun. They're so good. Yeah, the um the one on the PlayStation I think it just matches scores. Like you're not playing online, but I think it does have a leaderboard with your friends and stuff. And I don't know about you, but it does a thing when you go into I forget the word. It's not journey mode, but there's a world mode or some bullshit. And it shows like there's like yeah, there's like two and, modes. There's journey and then there's all these like weird multiplayer well, modes. There's one sort of menu you launch into and it's like a globe. Yeah. And it has all the yes. lights around the country like playing. Mm-hmm. So it has that on PSVR and then it has everybody's like your friends' avatars like flying around the globe with their level. Yes. So it sounds like that's already happened on the PlayStation side. And um well it's always been there since day one right so that's weird then there must be something new added because connected like suggests that they did something yeah but i don't yeah know. i don't know but like i said you're not like wait the, oh I, yeah I, you're not playing them in real no, time no no, right? no no you just it's leaderboard stuff um okay i'm pretty sure with connected you play them in real that makes time. sense but in the vr mode um you can fly around that globe like in for like VR, you mm-hmm. know, you just kind of which is dope. yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that stuff's neat. So yeah, like I said, I like the game. Um, connected is part of Game Pass. You can play it on PC, the new systems, the old systems. Like your call. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was super cool, and it it got my wife hooked. Good. Um, the other one is GTA 4. So I'm like kind of hooked to that you, game. Like I didn't get into it the first time. You said that last and I You said that last week that you wanted to get back into that. Yeah, so like I like I said I've been playing it. I I said last week I was I had met up with Playboy. I was wrong. Wrong character because yeah. I've recently met Playboy. Um I met up with Brucey. 
I was mistaking Brucey for Playboy. He's the cap-toothed, super jacked, in shape. I don't remember. Friend of Roman, your your cousin. After the shit goes down. So, without getting into any spoilers, even though this game is 12 years old, um, some shit goes down and you end up in different parts of Liberty City. You eventually end up in the poor district and then you kind of work your way up. And there's a lot of fucking over. So what I've learned with this game is, first of all, there wasn't a whole lot of diversity with missions, was there, in these games, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they're mostly, like, drive to a place, shoot a bunch of dudes, get out of there without getting killed or the cops arresting you, mission accomplished, save, move on to the next one. And I think that's going to ultimately be the struggle with this game. Although I know there's a couple of heist missions that are super dope, so I'm waiting for right. those. But other than that, like I'm hooked to the game's story, but the missions and the gameplay are rather rote, mm. repetitive, boring. I'm not loving what I'm playing. Right. I'm loving the story behind it. Well, and I know there's a YouTube video that will show me every cutscene. I think that's all. GTA is on it. Like the story is what you and the, char- and the characters, and then yeah. you do a mission where you gotta go get this car out of this compound and bring it somewhere, or you gotta go. <laughs> yeah. right, right, honestly, like I think most GTA's five bad. was five was significantly improved over that. I played through five, but well, it was improved because you're it, not it had more main characters that you could switch between, but right. you were still doing the right. same shit. Bring this car back to this garage. Get sure. this, you know. Sure. And and I used to play GTA like too cautiously, which sounds weird. But I remember, no, I know exactly what you. I remember about. in four. I'm I'm pretty sure it was four. It could have been Vice City, but I think it was four. But I had to go to a military base for something. It might have been three. It might have been Vice City, but I had to go to. A, I was going to say, that doesn't yeah. sound like four, but okay. It might be Vice City, but I remember there was a military base, and I had to get in there and blow something up, right? And okay. I must have did that mission. That could be three or Vice ten, City. <laughs> ten times, because I would like watch the trucks coming in and do this mm-hmm. and that and try to take this out and try to... And then finally, I just like said, fuck all this after like you know ten times and just ran in there. Like just ran in there without any cautious and I'm fucking stuff up. Like right. That. Right. Yeah. You know, instead of you know, trying to do the stealthy like you know, whatever thing. So yeah, I don't know. Well, and I gotta be honest, like as you probably know, like when you die, you have to restart the whole yes. thing. Drive yes. all the way out there. And I feel like that's gonna that's gonna get my goat eventually. I'm gonna be like I don't want to do this anymore. And I feel like that's why I've quit every GTA mm. game. Yeah. Although to be clear, I have fully beaten and gotten to credits on GTA three vice city and five. But I feel like four is not going to bridge that gap do, do- because one of the biggest things with five was the checkpointing system where once you get to a certain point, it checkpoints and then when you repeat the mission, you're at that point. Whereas in this one, 
you go back to basically the beginning of the mission. You have to drive that long distance to the next place. Do, do you remember in uh, Vice City, the Burt Reynolds character who's like a cowboyish sort yeah. of? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But there was a mission he wanted you to do where you had to go to some, uh, I don't know if it was an abandoned building. And I don't know if you had to disarm bombs or blow up drones or something. But it was a pain in the ball. I remember that with like yeah 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 you I think you took drones to disarm bombs something and then then you had to escape. But if you failed like once, like what you're talking about, if you failed it once, uh-huh. you had to like start over from like you had to go back to where you met him. It's you had to drive crash. to him, see the cutscene. Like, yeah, the whole. I thing. remember yeah. that I beat that game, but that was one mission that was like a quitting spot where i almost said f it you know well and trees you and i have talked about this but like you were mentioning this in the beginning but like (laughs) i'm not gonna pretend games haven't come out that have improved on this right like so gta 4 will probably break me at some point because i'm just not going to commit like a gamer in 20 in 2008 would have committed Mm -hmm. because I'm just like, I I can't keep doing this, but I'm not going to jump to that conclusion. I'm going to go to as far as I can before I'm just like out. And I have played plenty of missions where I've died multiple times and had to drive, drive back. And I've just, I have been interested enough in this story to just be like, okay, I'm going to do this, but we shall see if that sticks. So I've been playing that. Um, and then the other thing I want to mention was I've been playing, um, Titanfall two, which has auto HDR. So it like does a version of HDR, which has like brought stuff out. It was really funny. I was playing the game and I was like, I feel like this looks better, (laughs) but I can't, I, I don't think the science says that they wouldn't have made the game better because they didn't do anything to it. And it turns out it was HDR, and it, it that auto HDR is legit. So auto. So if you have HDR in your TV and the game can do it, it automatically will run it. Yeah. So the Xbox is even smarter than that. It detects if you are compatible with HDR, and then it just automatically turns it on when you awesome. play a game. There are a couple of games where they've turned it off. GTA Four, actually, of all games, happens to be one of you them. You said it will watch um, something they, or. Yeah, they noticed everything was washed out, so they just turned it off. I don't have a choice. When you launch GTA 4, it doesn't have a choice. One thing my brother-in-law told me, though, was he watched me load GTA 4, and when you get to the main... When you load the game, like, it loads into your apartment, you know, or wherever you're Mm -hmm. at. And he goes, oh, my God, that was really fast. And I said, what? And he goes, oh, that took, like, 10 seconds. He goes... Back in the day, we used to wait over a minute to load into our game. Like, on the 360, it was forever. He goes, it was endless. You'd go make a sandwich. And now I can't take a piss and, like, come back without it being ready. So, that is impressive. Um, Let's see what else. I've been working my way through Gears 5. That's a pretty fun game. Oh, yeah. You bought it. Yeah, oh, no, I had a... (laughs) I so thought it last. Obviously, that game Touché. loves it. Um, and then uh, Chase has talked to me about Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. So that just came out with its upgrade patch, and I have the original vanilla disc version of the game. 
So I installed that. I would like to play so. through the story mode on that. I don't know about playing it online yep. or really learning it. You know what I mean? But nope, just yeah, the story I heard mode. the story mode is pretty dope. So I look forward to playing that uh, later tonight or tomorrow. But um, like I said, uh, not playing anything new, just really enjoying myself. Um, and I'm also getting back into, uh, I guess I'll just mention it now. I've been subtly doing this, but I'm slowly releasing and I'm almost to the end of my episodes of Cron CD where I'm playing every, you know, right. CD based console game in order and I'm going to get back into it. So, um, I've been regularly releasing content on my YouTube. Mm-hmm. So you can check that out. And I'm getting into playing new games as we gear up for, you know, the new iteration. But I want to basically release these on a pretty regular release schedule. And for right now, if you want to see stuff that's already come out. So admittedly, these are episodes that have already come out, but I've now separated them specifically by game. So you get like a little two to five minute, sometimes as long as 10 minute video uh on a relatively daily basis um you can subscribe and check that out so that's youtube.com slash vgp tgs or youtube.com slash fred rojas <laughs> believe it or not i got that url Look at that so yeah f-r-e-d-r-o-j-a-s <laughs> you can go check out my channel um but again that's gonna come to the end of the games that i've played so far and I am already recording and getting ready for new episodes. So to slightly tease those, I've got an unreleased game from Sega. Oh. I've got uh, East 3 coming soon. And I've got a retrospective on, you ready for this, Trees? 1990s holiday video game season. Jesus. Which, in 1990, uh, nothing released in America... Uh, it was like the Sega's hey- uh, the Sega Genesis's heyday, but in Japan the Super Nintendo came mm. out. So we're gonna, I'm gonna do a little video that does some comparisons to the PC Engine or Turbo Graphics 16 CD, the Sega Genesis or Sega Mega Drive, and the Super Nintendo slash Super Famicom. So got some fun videos coming out those won't premiere till december i've got a ways to go till all of the episodes are out but i want to start releasing those episodes and then when they finally start hitting the new episodes they will release at a semi-regular basis the other thing Mm -hmm. trees is i now have tools to do frame rate analysis so the email is contact at gaminghistory101.com if you want to see me take a series x or an xbox one x or whatever and run, like, a game on it and see how it performs now, I can do the Digital Foundry uh, analysis. Now, I am no replacement to Digital Foundry. Those guys do way better analysis tools and whatnot than I'm going to do. But they're also not going to cover some random bullshit game that you're interested in, and I will. So if you're interested, shoot me an email. I'll take a look at it. So. All right. And then I think that's it. I think that's it. Sure. Man, it's late. 
Yeah, I mean, it's late, but not like super late for me. It's not even midnight yet, but for you, it's late. So I'm sorry, Trees. No, no, my fault. We said it late because my... Uh, my yeah, but my wife. we'll my do wife. next Wednesday and we'll try to knock this out in a timely I'll manner. My wife, I'll blame her. <laughs> Making me late for my show. We're not blamers. We're not going to blame anybody. I will. So, yeah, I've, I'm in the euphoric stage of my book. <laughs> so, um... All right. Well, then we will call this a night. Uh Hope everybody has a good one. We will try to crank out an episode that will go live on Thanksgiving Day. Goddamn right. Thanks. So we're going to try to do that. And so we will be back next week. Um, If you have any thoughts, opinions, episode ideas, or uh, just reminiscing on Thanksgiving days, because we're going to talk about trees. Thanksgiving has always been a very famous holiday for me to play new hardware. Mm-hmm. So, And this will be no exception. So, um, yeah, we should talk about that a little bit. So we're going to talk a little bit about Turkey Day gaming next week. So if you have any stories or anything to contribute, please let us know. And in the meantime, I think I can safely say this is Fred and Trees saying peace. Out. Later.